0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir?
1: Joel, I am freezing. Yeah, uh, look, it's not great. (laughs) It's like, sooner or later, the Starks are right, winter is here, and it is so cold.
0: Oh, Oh yeah, it's um, it's pretty fucking cold, um... My heater is doing the best it can. I've got the door closed over trying to keep the heat in and just like cuz it's like a radiator heater so it needs to be like it doesn't just like blow out hot air, it just sort of like radiates out heat. <laughs> I have so, the I have the
1: thickest blanket I could find and I've wrapped it around myself. I'm in a sort of sort of blanket cocoon right now. Yep, oh, no, awesome. It's, I've got a, a, a cat forward. sitting
0: next to me. I've got a cat sitting next to me that's like stealing my body warmth, but in turn, I'm getting some off it. So, like, my left leg is nice and warm. It's great, excellent. Um, yeah, Link is keeping me company. He's the the unofficial co-host of this of this episode. I think um, he might chime in with some things. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's been going on? What's what's been happening? We're back to back to normal for a while for
1: a, uh, after we've had a few crazy weeks. I've just been playing games, which I didn't get a chance to really do last week because of just so much E three consumption. Yeah. So it's been good to play games again, which as you can expect yeah. you can you can safely assume, but our what we've been playing is going to blow out this week. So Oh yeah, it's gonna be a big old boy that. this one. But, like, apart um, from that, I've seen a couple of movies. I think I mentioned briefly that I saw Hereditary. Very oh, good. Uh, except yep. for the last half an hour, which changed me as a person. And... Okay, cool. Still, still nothing's changed there. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. And I saw The Incredibles 2 last weekend. Uh, yes,
0: I also saw The Incredibles 2.
1: I, I had a good time it was, with uh, it. Good fun. Good I fun.
0: Very, Very predictable, but none that is not a strike against it. It's still a very entertaining movie. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed myself the entire time. It was really great. Good fun. Um, I mean, when,
1: when it came to down just... to it, I was watching a kid's movie, so I wasn't expecting well, that's it. Yeah. the plot to revolutionize narratives.
0: Well, it still had enough of that, um, Pixar heart to it that made oh, yeah. it sort of set it. Aside the other, you know, say our uh, hotel Transylvania three or anything like that, which I had the unfortunate Joel, pleasure of the
1: trailer for. Yep, I got the trailer too. Wow, yeah. it looks just the worst.
0: Uh, look, I'll give it this: it like the the premise of it being like like Van Helsing's granddaughter being like trying to trap them all on a boat. I'm like, that's an interesting concept. Not enough for me to go see this movie whatsoever. No way, <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, oh, it's awful, but. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, I because I, I didn't know anything about it until I, I saw that trailer, and I'm like, oh, that's that's the that's the plot. Okay, all right, interesting. I, I'll give it that. Nothing, nothing wrong with that, I guess. But you know, yeah, not enough for me to want to want to go see that movie. Um, what no. did you think about the little short
1: before Incredibles 2? Bow, I think. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like it, at first, it I was I was more so confused what was happening until it started to sink in what had happened that I was like, oh, oh okay. You know, yeah. it was, it was nice. Yeah. I don't think it was my I favorite remember, one, but it was good. It was, it was a good one. It was one of, one of their better ones,
0: I think, honestly. But, um, I, I remember I, 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 going into it, I'm like the trailer started and I'm like, oh man, I wonder what the short's going to be. And I'd forgotten that I'd completely, I'd like completely forgotten that I'd read about the um about about that's what it was going to be uh, about, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then when it started, I went, oh, it's the little dumpling one. That's awesome, cool. So um, yeah, really, I, I thought it was nice and sweet. What a good old classic Pixar short, which was great. Um, I did hear an interesting uh, thought about the Pixar shorts. I was talking to a, a good friend of ours, Mister Jamie Harris. Uh, he was telling me he read a book called Creativity Inc. about like sort of um the three people that were in like in charge of like starting Pixar and um, it's written by one of them. And uh, yeah, he was saying about like in the book that that he was explaining about um, that the Pixar shorts were a way for them to experiment with new forms of like animation and new technology and new things they wanted to try and achieve for their mainline movies. Um, So it's like the lava one was all about like fire and, and lava and trying to make that look as good as it can in an animated feature, a computer animated feature. Uh, and then like, I think that one after that might've been like Toy Story 3 or something. I can't remember what it was, but like, you know, they were trying to do that for the, those movies. And I was like, okay, that's really interesting. It's a little movie tidbit there. bit of movie trivia. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, apart from, uh, I, I, I apart from seeing Incredibles 2 as well, I haven't really done much else i 've uh just been working working a lot. I had a staff party on Wednesday. I think I've only just recovered from it. um Get a there, Joel. getting a bit old
1: getting a bit old
0: a little bit, yeah, uh, it was cool though. we did an amazing race style game around Melbourne, and um that was really fun, so we all had teams and we had like a little allowance, and we had to like decipher clues to try and figure out where we had to go and take photos of things or like do certain things um and yeah, it was really fun. And we had like prizes at the end of it. And then we all just got, had dumplings to dinner and got really drunk and sang karaoke until about midnight, which was really fun. So good old bonding exercise with the with the team at Strike High Point. So that was a, a lot of fun there. Um, but like yourself as well, I've been playing a few video games. So shall we talk about what we've been playing?
1: I think we should. Now, how, how do we want to, to dole it out? Because we, again, we have a big one that we've shared. So I, I think, guess yeah. do that first or last.
0: I think we do it last cuz it's, okay. right. it's a pretty decent I I it's it's a good I I'm, I'm excited to talk about it because it's Oh yeah, I'm ready for it. <laughs>
1: great game.
0: Um uh well mine won't take one of them's going to take a, a little while but the other two won't take too long I just want to touch on them okay. just because I've sort of I like delved into them. Um so just before we started recording I I uh, downloaded the uh Octopath Traveler three-hour demo that the i think it's called octopath traveler prelude or something um it basically gives you the option to play three hours of the game um and then that save your save progress will carry over into the full game if you choose to buy it when it comes out so i was like all right this is the make or break i'm going to give it a go if 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 this doesn't like hook me for some reason i never played the original demo i don't know why
1: yeah see that Um, i don't understand why you didn't play the original demo like it was really good
0: I started it, but I don't think I was in the right mindset to play it, and um, I just, I was like, I'll come back to it, I never did, but um, I, so tonight, I I played a little bit of uh, Mario Tennis Aces, but I'm not going to talk about that this week, because um, we might be saving that for a a special occasion, Um, and uh, yeah, so I I was like, I'm going to take a break, I downloaded it, booted it up, I've played about an hour and a half of it, and oh boy, I'm in. It's pretty good. I chose the uh, the thief to start off with, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But he's um his special ability is he can as a thief can steal from people. So you just walk up to people and press Y, and it just gives you the option to like steal from them. But it gives you a percentage of how successful you're going to be at stealing certain items. Um, so all the stuff I've found so far have been like a hundred percent because it's just been like stealing yeah items and stuff.
1: And it's it's practically like the tutorial area, like. With the, yeah. in the first time of the other two characters you can you can pick, the a lot of their, their special ability stuff was like nearly guaranteed success. And I'm yeah. excited to see sort of down the road how tricky that stuff gets. It's just, I yeah. also, when I played the demo, I played as a Thief as well, because he was the one I'm most curious about. Mm-hmm. Out of the three, I think the is still my favorite, but the Thief was very cool. Yeah.
0: And his story's pretty cool too, like where it goes. I, I just got past, how much of it did you play, the this On- one with the Thief?
1: I didn't play much because again, I'm already like a hundred percent sold on this course, game. Yeah. So I played up, yeah. I did like, I think the initial stuff at the, at the manor. And then I just was like, cool, I'm good.
0: Okay. I'm so good. you did the boss fight at the manor
1: as well. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, can cool, I just, I'm good.
0: Can I just say how terrifying the sprite is for the, the boss you're fighting? Cause he's oh, but just it's a guy. Like,
1: it's so it's like huge. <laughs> it's so classic Final Fantasy. I love it. Oh. Like I'll Absolutely. It, like the old Final Fantasies where you would have like your meticulously designed sprite character, which was like, oh yeah, that's what my character basically looks like on the world map. But like the bosses would be these incredibly detailed monstrosities and you're like, oh geez, you're really big.
0: Yeah. Just it was great. just funny though, because he's, he's just a guy, he's a butler. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just this giant butler and I'm like... He is a just... butler that'll fuck you up. <laughs> very terrifying yeah he's he's pretty nasty um but I, I i like what you were saying when you uh originally talked about the uh first demo about like the um the battle system i do like the like picking weaknesses and stuff like that i think that's what hooked me because i kind of like that in video games when i'm playing stuff like that where i'm like all right that's oh okay cool it's the pokemon effect it's like like especially when you're first playing pokemon for the first time not knowing anything about it um and you're like, oh that does more damage. oh, okay, so that's that type. Okay, so and you start connecting the dots. Um and like breaking down their um their what is it called? They're like you just have to break them, I think, isn't it? Like their their armor class basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. I they've got a certain thing, yeah, you hit them a certain amount of times of their weakness and they'll get they'll get like stunned and they can't act. Yep. Exactly. And then basically so you you, it, like, you can just stack all team. your moves. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's sort of like yeah the system from Bravely Default. I think yeah. I prefer the Bravely Default system, but this is pretty similar in the sense that you can it, at certain points you can just like stack four straight attacks, and it's just yeah. so. And like with certain attacks, it'll just do like a powerful version as well if you do it. So it's just so yeah. satisfying.
0: I, I I like I I from what I, I dabbled with the uh, I think the demo for Bravely Default, and I I honestly think I like. Octopath Travelers a bit better it's a little bit more s- simple I think I think it's, it's less like complex to get your head around at first it's like alright cool if you if you figure out what it's weak to you can break it down and like get a free hit um, and I like the battle points as well like and how they refresh um, I mean and the pacing of the battles are really interesting as well like really, really like, defaults, streamlined probably
1: uh, if default wasn't too too complicated no, essentially you would you no. could you could opt to attack or just bank your attack and use it next turn
0: yeah yeah no like yeah I, I i don't know i just i liked this one like for me personally strategically okay. what well, uh strategy wise it just felt better i don't know but then again i didn't play a whole lot i'm I mean, again i only played a little bit of the demo of bravely default but um but yeah like i i just wanted to touch on that because i thought you know we'll probably bring it up again in a few weeks time i don't know if i'll get it at launch but oh, um i'll be
1: talking about it a lot in
0: a couple of weeks yeah. time yeah, so that's what I thought. Um, so as a bit of a uh, a prelude, I guess, in the essence of the demo itself. Um, so it's up for free on the eShop. You can go and get it. It's its own separate thing that you just download, and it carries your save progress across to the main game, which um, is really neat.
1: Fun um, little fun little tidbit from this week. Uh, Square <laughs> Enix was asked about DLC for Octopath, but it will not be receiving yes. any because, to quote them, it's a complete game. Which yep. I just loved. Just the I can only I can almost hear how com- how cocky they are when they say yeah and no, that's a it's a complete game no DLC here
0: Yep. Nah. This low key shade thrown yeah by Square no, this is it. a finished yeah. game <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh, last night I also jumped into a another demo of sorts. Uh, I downloaded the I forgot I downloaded it until I got home from work and I was like oh shit that's right and it was live so I, I jumped into the beta for the crew two um. And if you've listened to this show before, you know that I am a bit of a fan of Arcade races, um, and this is hitting that spot. Um, it's, there's lots of things to do. Um, I played for, like, probably about an hour or so, um, and it's, for starters, it's big. Like, this this world, this world is big. Um, you can travel around it, like, fast travel-wise, but it's, like, I went, I did a little bit of, um, so I started off, you, you, you do, like, a bit of a tutorial, and then you pick which, um, I guess, discipline, uh, like, mainline discipline that you want to sort of start toying around with, which I st- I chose street racing, because that's what I like, um, and then, yeah, you get to pick a free car, and then just go around and drive around and find stuff to do, you can skip to events, um, so I did some of the events for that, until I, I, I sort of did all the events, I guess, I like, like like the main racing events that i could at the um progression level i was at because you have like a like basically like an xp bar and you level up from like I, I think the first one's like rookie and then you go to like professional and so on through uh like different rankings like that um but yeah the the, the xp that you get is followers basically for doing like well in races and doing other activities and things like that as well um because it's all about this sort of like extreme t v it's called extreme t v network or something like that where it's yeah it's very it's very like you know what you'd expect from like i guess a career style campaign from a um from a racing game but it's it, it knows um, what it is
1: it knows what it exactly
0: is. exactly and it wears its heart on its sleeve and i i appreciate it for that um the driving itself is really fun um took me a little while to get around it um because the first part of it is um, the the basic tutorial that they put you through is the the demo I played at PAX last year, where you you play like a, in a car for a bit, then you go off a jump, and then like a, a plane flows over and you become the plane for a bit, and then you oh no so a boat, and then you become the plane, and so you get a feel for the three different types of vehicles that you'll be driving, um in the game. Um, so I did some of the street racing stuff, and then on top of that, I went into the off road discipline. Um, which is all about like, you know, big trucks and motorbikes and like buggies and things like that. And it was really interesting to see the difference in like the way that the tracks were laid out. Obviously with the street racing one, there were very set tracks with like very set corners, some shortcuts and things like that as well. Um, like finding your own way around, but, but you sort of knew where you were going for the most part. This one, it was like almost like open world. Cause it's, you're out in the middle of the wilderness. It's in like the, I guess like the Colorado rockies or something like that like it's down the middle of like nowhere can't remember exactly where it is um and you're just driving like through the wilderness and um it was really fun sort of going from these like really tight street races uh in like in los angeles to this open sprawl countryside um i haven't had a chance to play around with any of the racing in the planes or the boats yet um but i'm pretty sold on the game it's it's really interesting One little cool thing that they do is, um, there's all these different side activities. So there's like different jumps, like, like giant jumps. You can go off to get more followers and you can like set them as like, you can post them basically. So your friends can see your, your, how far you jumped and they can try and beat it. Pretty standard fare these days for like racing games in general. Um, and like, there's a, there's like speed traps as well. So like, you know, it'll be like, you have to get over this certain speed to sort of Win that little area, that that little part. Um, I've seen it a lot before in uh, a lot of the Need for Speed games, especially. Um, and I think, oh, actually, I don't know if Bennett Paradise* did it, but uh, a lot of the Need for Speed games did it. Um, but uh, there's some other interesting ones called. There's one called *Escape*, where basically you have like, <laughs> it's sort of like an inverse PUBG, I guess, in terms of the way the map works. Or battle royale, so you hit a point and like a, a small dot will start growing out, and you've got to try and get as far away from that dot as possible as it starts to grow out and grow out and grow out, and the further you get away is like your score at the end of it. Interesting, like, really cool. Like I'd never thought of that. That's that's an interesting like event to put in a racing game. Yeah, and, that's um, definitely
1: an interesting little thing to throw in there.
0: Yeah, I was like, that's really neat. Um, once I because uh, I. One thing is it, it, it throws a lot of shit at you very fast and you're always like, oh God, what am i am like, oh, how do I do this? So I, it took me a few guys to realize what I was actually trying to do with the, uh, the escape event, um, which is really cool. Um, and the other one, when I went to the, the like the wilderness area in the, the off-road stuff is um there's photo challenges because there is a complete photo mode and like a video editor as well. I think in as well, you can like... Basically, take your replays in the game and like re-edit them down and make your own clips for extreme t v basically um but then you can share them as well from what I could tell uh which is really neat uh again, I think fairly standard fare for racing games these days, but um yeah it, it seemed really streamlined as well, which is really nice, but there's a photo mode as well, um complete with like filters and all that kind of jazz as well, but when I was driving around, it was like a new event, like new activity unlocked. Um, like snapshot or something like that, and it was like it, it said, "There's a or like a new opportunity nearby." It was like, "There's uh, it's it, there's it, there's a deer nearby," and it's like you need to take a photo of a deer if you want to do if you want to complete this little challenge, take a photo of a deer and we'll give you a bit of extra stuff. So I was like, I looked around, I'm like, oh shit, there's a deer there. So I started driving after it and it started running away. And so, but basically, I got into a good spot and then I hit the photo mode mu- button. And it went into like photo mode, and I spun around, got a good camera angle, so it like lit uh, it, the um the objective went green. I took a photo, and it gave me some followers for it. So there's like a photo album that you have to go through, and like oh you my can go God. through. And I was like, "That's that's a really great idea for a photo mode." So it's essentially Pokemon Snap in a racing game, and I was like, "I did not expect that," and it sort of blew me away a little bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the crew too it comes out next week like 26th so um i'm don't know if i'm gonna get it at launch but it's definitely on
1: my radar um i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna check it out at some point um i mean with games games of online focuses like this sometimes it might be better to wait a little bit yeah i never crew uh, I, one I, launched with issues so yeah
0: i will i will say it's a little framey at some points and a little beta i don't want to say buggy but like but again it is the beta uh, i don't know how old that build is um so it was a little rough around the edges but like i mean yeah again it's a free
1: beta and it was and mostly you know... testing servers and stuff anyway
0: mm, yeah and and like they're basically giving you access to the full game um i don't know whether the progress carries over or anything like that um but yeah i think it says something about it but it potentially would um But yeah, I I thought it was uh, a lot of fun. the other thing about it too that I wasn't super blown away by it was there's no damage models on the cars. I don't know whether that was a feature I could turn on, Um, but some of the crashes were a little bit lackluster um, in in terms of that aspect.
1: You are never going to get crashes like Burnout, okay? I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, hey,
0: maybe in the future. Maybe. One day, we'll see. Um, But yeah, I, I thought I was sort of touch on that as well um that i played that the big thing i've been playing in the last week uh since e3 happened and there was a lot of big talk about a particular game a sequel to a franchise in a franchise that is very beloved and has been a long time coming um that i never really played which is kingdom hearts um i'd played a little bit of like the ps3 1.5 remix um but i didn't play a whole lot of it i think i'm I actually think I'm up to where I might have been in that. Cause some of the things I, I thought I was—I didn't get very far at all. But um, some of the stuff in the area that I'm in at the moment um, seems familiar.
1: Um, I mean, I Joel, past- to be to be fair, where you're at right now, I would say you did not get very far at all. In the, well, in well the, that's it. Yeah, I, in, in the grand I, yeah. scheme of Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, even still, but I think I'm a little bit. Fur- I got a little bit further than I thought. I think now, like in the area that I'm at. I am I am seeing stuff that I doesn't seem familiar now, so I'm like, okay, um, this is this is a, a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 1.5. I bought the 1.5 2.5 5 HD remix, super happy fun time, awesome edition collection because um, it was going for like under fifty dollars at EB Games. So I was like, yep, all right, let's. This is going to be the make or break whether I'm not I'm going to get into this or not.
1: It's a great uh, price. for Kingdom Hearts two
0: yeah yeah well i i i just was like I, when i went in to pick it up it was like i think all the conferences had just ended it was like the wednesday or well, the thursday after everything had happened i think it might have been wednesday and uh i went in there and I, I picked it up and went to the canner with it and the guy was like this has been one of our most popular like our biggest selling games of the week so far oh, uh, yeah. and i was like i am not surprised by that uh everyone's at the front, getting like, ready yeah, it was like prime position at the front on the table, and I was just sort of walked by and grabbed a copy of it. Um, but yeah, so I thought I'd just sort of, you know, as a, a Kingdom Hearts scrub, I guess, uh, give my impressions of it. I really like it. I was talking to my wife about it this afternoon, who she's played both 1 and 2 back on the PS2. Uh, big fan of the series. Um, So she's immediately got more street cred than I do when it comes to this sort of thing. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, she was watching me play a little bit this afternoon and she I was sort of giving my impressions, but th- these are like, you know, back in the day could have been seen as negatives at some point maybe, but like, I get it because it's, it's an old game. Um, get it out of the way first. Camera controls are pretty rubbish. Um, some things I mean, about, this, like, a something, lot of these yeah, games
1: I- of this era have that problem
0: absolutely and this is what i mean like this is not a, a knock against the game yeah. itself because yeah. i honestly am having a very very good time with it but like I, you know if you go to call a spade a spade it's like the camera if camera's bad so i'm looking forward to playing once i eventually get caught up to speed as much as i can playing a uh, a, a modern iteration of, of this type of
1: game but kingdom hearts um, 2 is a huge improvement
0: it is are oh, good because I was wondering about that. Um, I was like, Kingdom I was, Hearts I was... Two
1: is so good." Oh my! Thinking about Kingdom Hearts Two makes me want to go and play it again. It's that good. I love Kingdom <laughs> Hearts Two. Um,
0: but yeah, so I'm just sort of like I, I, I'm doing some extra side stuff as well in the game. Uh, I'm not going out of my way. I'm just sort of, I, I'm, I'm not mainlining either. I, if, if I see something shiny, I'll go, "Oh cool, I'll go get that." But I'm not like deep scouring everything. Um, as much as I probably would have, because I'm like, I'm on a time limit here. <laughs> I've got, I've got a time limit to get through these games. You've got six months. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, I'll be fine. But um, at the moment I'm just, yeah, I'm just blazing, not blazing through, but like cruising through pretty, pretty solidly. I'm about eight or nine hours in. Um, so far I've been to Wonderland. I've been to, uh, where's the other place I went to? Uh Tarzan land, deep jungle. Tarzan um,
1: land.
0: <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's the, it's the jungle from Tarzan. There we go. Um, I, I haven't been back to the Coliseum yet, but I remember doing that when I first played the game. Um, so you haven't met cloud yet? No, I haven't actually. Doing I should go back and do that.
1: Doing his very best Vincent Valentine cosplay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I do remember that. Um, but yeah, um, I must admit, had another slight, like, a mild, like, pang of uh, of anxiety when
1: Yuffie showed up. Because I'm like, don't you fucking steal anything from me, you piece of shit. Nah, nah. She <laughs> she is turned away from her material stealing ways in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I remember that. When that fucking happened to me in Seven, I was like, a oh, you yeah. fucking what? That means you've met... um Still, my favorite voice actor for Eris slash Aerith, whichever side of the localization yeah. war you come from, <laughs> voiced by yeah. Mandy Moore. Oh,
0: that's oh okay.
1: After yeah, this, game's this got a they decent cast. For Kingdom Hearts two, and I think yeah, because that was when Advent Children came out, she was voiced by someone else who I didn't really like. Okay, but I I think they brought back Mandy. Oh, no, I don't think they they brought back Mandy Moore. They should bring back Mandy Moore. She is she is of the of the heiress voice actors, she is my favourite. But yeah. Yeah, she was, she's really great. Um but yeah, so I've I've been through
0: and I'm currently in Agrabah from uh from Aladdin, so I'm I'm in the nice. the
1: Cave of Wonders at the moment and getting incredibly lost. Um Yeah, the Cave of Wonders sucks. Especially like in yeah. the in the dark water cavern parts. I yeah get I get spun around there all the time mm-hmm especially because yeah, so I many find- of the gaps just like if you fall down them it just transitions you to that area and you're like oh yeah. great
0: yeah it's uh, like i got to the end of the like well like to a certain part of the of wonders but i couldn't progress it's like go back and explore more it literally was just like go explore and i was like I don't, I don't want to and i don't no. know where i
1: haven't been yet and i just oh yeah there are some areas in kingdom hearts one that just straight up are not good again I feel like I'm going to be saying this every time you bring up Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 2 improves a lot of this tenfold. Of course, there are so many... Because even, even really early on in Kingdom Hearts 1, I can't stand Wonderland. Don't like that at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And boy, just you wait till you get to Atlantis. Oh, oh God. Oh, boy. Little Mermaid. I haven't
0: even I haven't even oh.
1: seen fucking Atlantis.
0: Uh, you're, I mean, the, oh, you're... I mean, not not Atlantis. Yeah, I just... Oh, God. I'm not looking forward to it.
1: No, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't talking about the other, the, the Disney movie Atlantis. Not that yeah, one. I just realized halfway through the sentence that that's was, what you I meant. I was but talking um, about Little Mermaid. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, no, I, mm, it's, it's something about that era of games, but, uh,
1: like water levels, just that no bueno. Like oh, look, Joel, even even these days, like I get I get anxiety sometimes when there's a water stage. I'm like, please no, please <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, want to do this. You haven't got the way. controls down.
0: <laughs> we have come a long way, but yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. I, I'm trying my best to wrap my head around what I'm being given narrative don't, wise.
1: Don't focus too much on a narrative. Like it's maybe ahead of Kingdom Hearts 3. We'll sit down with some people and try to figure it all out. But that narrative uh, is okay. so convoluted that Namura's just making it up as he goes. I don't care what he says. Yep. That's what he's doing. Yeah,
0: I just I, I just want to, to have a vague understanding of the characters and the setting that they're in.
1: That's- yes, again, it's it's funny, but like from what we've seen from Kingdom Hearts 3, a lot of the knowledge you'll need, ironically enough, is going to be from 2, and okay. Birth by Sleep will be right. the main ones. Again, Kingdom Hearts Which 1 is- will be relevant still, because I mean, Ansem and, and Riku's whole side oh, story yes. and all that, but, like, the organisation plays such a huge part in 2 and the spin-offs, and they, they're they all back in the third one, so... Yep. Yeah. Well,
0: the fact that, like, you know, Riku's hanging out with um, Maleficent, I'm like, alright, you, you're... A- fucking yeah, also- Maleficent, though. So good. Oh, yeah. B- fucking, fucking little bish. Um, <laughs> she's great, but yeah. Um, Just you wait. Just you I- wait till you find her. I was... Oh, God. I was very excited to hear when I got to Agrabah and um, fucking Iago rocked up and I'm like, yes,
1: Gilbert is still here. That makes me happy. Um, are, are you absolutely sure? Have you checked the credits, just in case?
0: I haven't, but even still, if it's an impersonator, it's a fucking real good impersonator.
1: It's like, like how um the genie really is voiced good. by shit. Dan it's, Castanella? Uh, yeah, Dan Castanella, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, like, I can why? tell that one because I'm like he dips into Homer every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I and I'm pretty sure I remember there are I think maybe some the sequels to the Aladdin movies. I think Return He's in, of Jafar, I
1: think. Yes. So that's the funny thing. He's in Return of Jafar, but I think Robin Williams came back for the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was that whole thing why? about Robin Williams I didn't don't want to know. Do sequels.
0: <laughs> yeah, Robin Williams didn't want to do sequels or get typecast as like as as a particular character and, and things like that. Um and you didn't come back for Return of Jafar, which I personally thoroughly enjoy. I think it
1: is, it's a great movie. It is way better than King of Thieves, which is the third one I will Oh, tell yeah, you no, I,
0: I didn't watch that one. <laughs> didn't watch that one. Don't That's, for some reason Return of Jafar I got for like I think I got it for like my birthday or for Christmas on VHS. And I I loved Return of Jafar. Um But yeah, it's I, I'm I'm enjoying Kingdom Hearts at the moment. I'm I'm plugging away at it. It's just gonna be my like Every now and then, I'll just be like, all right, I'll boot it up, play it for like, you know, a few hours or half a day or whatever, whatever time I've got available. Just tool around with it. It's not taking away from anything else that I'm playing. Um, and yeah, like you said, because the story is so convoluted, I don't super have to focus. Um, and I have been at certain points listening to podcasts while I've been exploring areas because as good as the music is, they are very tight loops of music. And, uh, I started going a little crazy at certain points. I'm just I like, have, I've just got to listen to something else.
1: I just, I, Joel, I do it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's
0: fine. I, I just, look, I, it's great. And I always listen to the new areas and I always, I always pause whatever I'm listening to when I've got like, like voice acted cutscenes and whatnot. But oh like, yeah. I'm so excited for you to hit Halloween town. That, yeah, that's, that, oh, that's, I'm looking forward to that, because everyone tell everyone I've heard talk about this game is like, Halloween
1: Town's where it's at, and I'm like, fuck yeah,
0: and it, the fact that Oogie Boogie's already there, I'm like, yeah, let's oh. fucking go, let's
1: Oogie go. Boogie, Oogie Boogie is good, Halloween Town is good, honestly, you have a last chunk of that game, pretty solid. Awesome, yeah,
0: no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm officially in, I think the, the make, I'm past the make or break stage now, I'm like, alright, I'm, I'm invested enough to keep playing, so, I will probably check back in. Have like a weekly or so, fortnightly, maybe uh, Kingdom Hearts update from how I'm doing this week in Kingdom Hearts. Exactly, yeah. Joel's adventures through Kingdom Hearts. We'll do a, We'll do a side series about my adventures in Kingdom Hearts. Um, but I think you, I think that might be a good idea. Like you mentioned about like closer to the release of three, maybe trying to get some of the people that we know um, on on an episode to. To sort of break down Kingdom Hearts as all of us have
1: managed to perceive it. Oh, I it would be it would <laughs> it would be a sight because I tell you what, we don't have time to play through all of them before that game comes out. So some yeah. of it would just be from memory, and I bet the memory is not great for some of that stuff. <laughs> um but yeah, I think that that might be fun,
0: I reckon. We might do we might do like a, a spin-off or something like that. That would be a, a, an interesting uh uh, experiment maybe we'll see kingdom hearts cast how well yeah how well do you know kingdom hearts from your very brief (laughs) from your very uh like from your like uh memory from uh, years ago Um, but uh but apart from apart from those and the aforementioned um game that we've both played and sort of spent probably the most time with this week Kyron what have you been playing tell me fill me in
1: uh okay well first up i'll just touch back with dark souls remastered which i'm still plugging away at i spoke Love about it. it before e3 but i am much closer to the end of my first run now and there's a certain joy when you get to the second half of dark souls 1 because honestly after anor londo like and all scene and smell or smow however you want to pronounce it however you choose to pronounce it the bosses <laughs> aren't as bad except for bed of chaos who can die in a fire. I haven't got to bed of chaos. I'm heading towards <laughs> bed of chaos now. It is so that's one thing I want to touch on. Uh yeah. there's a there's a lot of talk going around about Dark Souls Remastered and whether or not From Software could have done more with it. They absolutely could have. You don't have to yeah. go very far to see people people just talking about Lost Izalith, which is an area in Dark Souls, which is bad. It is bad. Okay. From software clearly rushed it together. It's a terribly late designed area, just full of like copy pasted monsters. It's terrible. And yeah, again, when they announced this, I knew it wasn't going to be fixed. So it, it's not like I'm disappointed going through it, but it just makes me wish, wish that they'd done it. Like I am unchanged in my opinion of Dark Souls so far. It is still probably my favorite From Software game but just those bezies little little parts i could have polished and, and and done some extra work on sure it would have okay. been extra work but it would have been so much better but, but apart from-, mean,
0: from from software uh, uh, i would assume a much bigger team than they are than they that they are now
1: than they were when they originally released dark souls well i think so- i think the big question is is how much of this actually involved from software and how much of it was bandai right I don't think they did the remaster themselves. They may have offered help, but I'm pretty okay. sure it was it was a, it was another studio because they they're tied up with three projects right now, regardless of how Ooh, big yeah. they are. That's a lot of work it, to take on.
0: And uh, like but, from that trailer, Sekiro looks pretty like involved already. Like,
1: yeah, that's March next year. You can you can pencil it in. From Software games come out in March, yeah. and that'll be March yep. 2019. Think you're 100 percent right there, but. But yeah, so I, I didn't want—I wanted to go on too much about Dark Souls Remastered. First of all, because it is an old game, and also okay. because, well, it's—I people know that I love it. I've been very open about that, and it's just—it's just a good time, regardless of how bad Lost Easilyth is and some of a some of a bad netcode for invasions is, is just straight up terrible. Like lag, backstabs are still very prevalent. Sometimes the bosses will just—I was doing some some co-op with my housemate uh Brendan who's been on the mm-hmm. show a couple of times. And we were fighting C for scalus, which is if again we're going for the platinum trophy in those games because we're insane people. And yes. one of the trophies involves you getting all the unique weapons and C scalus just so happens to have a unique weapon for cutting off his tail. Fine. Easy enough. Unless you I mean I'll I, I'll do my best to describe it, but I would recommend Googling mm-hmm. a picture of C for Scalus in your own time to sort of get an idea of this he has no legs per se. He's got weird, like tentacle things instead. So he sort of like slides around in a really awkward manner, and his tail sticks out the back. So to get behind him is, first of all, very hard because he spins quite quickly, surprisingly enough. You have a really good opportunity at the start where he breaks his crystal, makes him it stuns him, and makes him vulnerable because otherwise he is immortal. And you're like, okay, this is my best chance. But apart from that, like you, you need to be wearing nothing and sprinting nonstop to get to his tail. Unless you bring a friend, which generally is meant to be easier because you can just distract him at the front while your buddy or you go or you yourself go behind him and cut his tail off. Except for one little problem okay. that we found, he would, he would desync between our games. Uh, so okay. Yeah, he would be moving one way for me on my screen, but facing a completely different way on my housemates and moving towards me. So sometimes he, his tail would just be in the wall. It's like, I, I need that tail, dude. And he's all like, "Nah, oh. I'm broken. It's like, okay, cool. Great. I mean, we eventually got it for both of us, but it's one of those little things I've noticed in a couple of boss fights now. Just sometimes they just desync for each player. And it's just like, well, this is sort of weird. I don't know how much of that is just like old netcode, or because I doubt it's our internet connections. Because we do have Australia's uh, NBN, world class mm. internet. Don't say how otherwise, or someone Can't, will get you. How,
0: how dare you clog up? I know all of us normal people trying to just watch our Netflix
1: with your bloody video games, I'm, and your
0: bloody online Fortnights.
1: Goodness I want to. I want to personally apologize for taking up your MBN with my remaster of a 2011 video game. I am yeah, sorry.
0: Cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it doesn't affect me because my internet's just trash no matter what, yeah. so... <laughs> I, I may I may have
1: helped you somehow, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. It may may yeah, have been maybe. better. But apart from that, yeah, Dark Souls Remastered, classic. Love it. Gonna get the Platinum and probably hate myself afterwards. Trophy List sucks. But good apart times, from that... I also played Detroit Become Human. Okay. Now, This one I played before E3 as well. <laughs> Ironically enough, a week I finished it was like, I might talk about it. No, no, it's E3 time. <laughs> no time to talk about video games that we have played. We've got to talk about video games that we haven't played. So, yeah, that we
0: want to play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Detroit Become Human is the new game from Quantic Dream. I won't, I don't want to, I feel like I have so many feelings about this game. Okay. Okay. It is probably my favorite Quantic Dream game out of the ones mm-hmm. that I've played, out of Heavy Rain, Fahrenheit, and Beyond Two Souls. Right. And for the most part, I was really having a good time. But towards the end, there were just some really bad QTEs. And you never know that problem that some decision-based games have, where you'll have your your, you know, your your button prompts for, like, to pick a choice. And you'll pick a choice because you're like, okay, he's going to say that like this. And then he says the dialogue and you're like, that's not how I thought that was going to go. Yeah. I hate that. And that happened to me a couple of times towards the end of this game. And just sort of soured the experience for me. That's a shame. Yeah. But I mean, again, as I said, it is my favorite Quantic Dream game. I think this is uh, David Cage and his team. This is the closest they've gotten to what they want to do. Right. I really enjoyed the character of Connor. I feel like they could have done a bit more with Kara who I mean David Cage probably mm. just needs to work on his female characters but whatever okay every character sort of He's, got their own little story he
0: needs to just work on his interactions with females in general so well yeah that would be things that would be
1: great as well uh, yeah. but yeah like so each character's story obviously starts off pretty standalone but they do intersect throughout uh each character. Also, their soundtracks for each character is done by different composers, which I thought was very cool. Oh, that's so they all, neat. They all they all feel very different, which was nice. uh so it's almost like yeah. more of like a, an anthology
0: kind of collection with like interweaving. Lore. Yeah,
1: they do. Uh, yeah, and as you said, they do intersect as you go throughout until the end, where of course they all they all come together for the culmination of the, of the the narrative, but. And then, of course, there's Marcus, who, I don't know, man, Marcus was a character who, again, I was interested in to start off with, but his, the, the way his story went, or maybe it's just the way I played him. I was like, okay, okay. well, this is what Marcus is going to do. Oh, this isn't right. very interesting at all. Uh, but I think the character of the three that I was most attached to in the end was Connor. I don't know why. Something about him and his uh, relationship with his cop buddy, Hank. Just good times all around.
0: Well, see, like I think from what I played of the the demo of it, it like seeing the like I guess the internal struggle of an android, like a, an android who is in the law enforcement business as well, like having to struggle with, uh, upholding that code of conduct, but also starting to think about what's right and what's not right.
1: Yeah, um, so that seems
0: fascinating.
1: That's something that's interesting. So that a lot of the story it revolves around... Because his job with his buddy Hank, who, again, I will... He's very, 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 my two favorite characters in this game. Uh, okay. Him and Hank, uh, they're tasked with finding deviance, which is basically when the androids essentially, I guess, discover free will. And you're like, oh, shit. Can't yep. have that. Cannot have androids yep. with free will. Not on. But yep. throughout the game, depending on your choices... I don't know how. I probably should warn spoilers. I guess. Okay. If you if you haven't played Detroit, there are spoilers here. I guess Joel, okay. n- note down the time and put it in the yep. notes. I'll put a uh, spoiler
0: tag. <laughs> but
1: yeah, so throughout the game, uh, depending on choices you make, Connor can become a deviant himself, and it's kind of cool the way they do it. You'll have like, as you're making choices, sometimes in the top right screen a little thing will pop up saying software instability. And yeah. that's sort of how you know you're on the right path. Because, I mean, I wanted him to be a deviant because screw it. Screw the human race. Like, yeah. they're jerks in this game. Screw them. Yeah. No pity for um, them. I, that
0: that, that, that um, software instability does happen in the um it, the Isn't demo. a demo, is it? Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Because so, but- I
0: I think when you pick up the gun off the ground, it's like, oh, a- you're not supposed to have a gun. Like. Yeah. I think that's that
1: because I, I saw that too. And I'm like, huh? Okay. That yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. It's very cool. And, but yeah, so ugh, Connor's story was just the one I, especially because of the choices I made. I, I admit towards the end, I sort of stopped caring a little bit because I was salty with some of the, cho- the, the, the choices that had gone the wrong way for me,
0: but in the end it okay. gave me
1: a really interesting ending for Connor at least, which I enjoyed. I, that's cool. It's all my characters survived uh some of their friends awesome. did not <laughs> but, uh, yeah i was gonna say all the
0: main characters surviving at the pretty decent feat for a quantic dream game
1: yeah uh unfortunately for better or worse i did not uh so i, I spoke a lot about connor i feel like i should speak a little bit about marcus and Kara.
0: Okay. so
1: in this story marcus starts as like he's an android to a, a wealthy artist and the artist is Partial is pretty much responsible for freeing Marcus, because he is sort of trying to teach him to express himself, which is really interesting. Right. Okay. He tries to tell him to paint, and huh. obviously how Marcus paints is he paints the exact thing he's looking at, which is sort of amusing, mm-hmm. and he tells him to sort of close his eyes and, and paint what he feels, and it, it's his, his story starts off so well. There's a really cool scene after, because he's got a- I think it's his son- is one is after money, and he okay. refuses to give it to him. Like this rich guy thing is—I forget his name. Starts of M, I think. I don't know, man. Man, Manfred? No, Manfred? Maybe or Manuel? I don't know. But he ends okay. up coming to the house and threatens him, and he starts you know shoving and pushing Marcus. And you have you obviously have the option to to react and strike him back, or you can mm. resist. Who your your good friend the painter says, "Don't don't do it, dude." doesn't matter anyway because the cops turn up uh, after he has like a a heart attack and his son's like the android did it and obviously because you're an android they're like cool cool we take you we put you in like this really creepy android graveyard which was basically they dismantle parts of you and you have to crawl around and put yourself back together which was again another really cool moment and that that includes like taking parts off of other androids as well So, and you basically piece yourself back together with your free will intact. And that was kind of cool. Then he sort of just goes on to be the leader of the robot revolution, which again, maybe it's just the choices I was making just sort of was kind of humdrum and went exactly as I expected. No surprises really.
0: I kind of got that though, from the the trailers and the promotional, like the marketing stuff where it was like, yeah, he seems to be like the, the edgy Android that's like. Fuck humans. Yeah, we're gonna take our lives back and I mean you know. and
1: you do get to choose sort of how you go about it. You can be uh you can lead a violent resistance or a peaceful one, which is what I went for. Mm-hmm. Just because it it again feels like the best way to get your message across. But you can you can Never. be violent if you want. It's it's there. Yeah. Maybe that would have made the history more interesting, but yeah, just the way it went just didn't do much for me. Kara yeah. is so, Kara is the one we were actually first introduced to way back yep. in a PS3 tech demo the Cara called Cara. Demo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, A very good tech demo, honestly. It, it yeah. made me excited for what Quantic Dream's next game could be. She is essentially, I guess, like, I would say, housekeeper android in this situation to a very mm-hmm. abusive man who... Mm-hmm. Her her trailer was actually the the center point for some controversy when it was first revealed regarding domestic violence, and it is there, it is in the game. I'm still okay. not super crazy about how it's really handled, but uh, I don't know. That's just the whole thing, and I don't wanna again, there's there's a lot out there you can read about all that stuff if you want to. I'm not really going to add anything extra to that viewpoint, Fair but uh, obviously her story culminates the way you assume the guy dies, so you are then left yep. with his daughter, Alice, and your your job is basically to get her out of there. I don't know why... They mentioned her mother at one point, and okay. Kara just decides to not call her. I don't know. It just felt weird. Okay. And they just run. I'm like, couldn't we just, I mean, call her mum? At least that way, maybe her mum would be able to help the daughter, and Kara well, could do anything m- else.
0: <laughs> maybe... Well, I was going to say, maybe that's what, like, Kara's like... Reawakening as like her, her sort of becoming a little bit more sentient. Um, yeah, is like her, like her maternal instincts, I guess, kicking in.
1: I—that's I, I, exactly what I think it is, Joel. That's essentially the role her character serves. She is uh, okay. the, the mum character. She's usually usually in danger from something, uh, right. but I mean, were, she had cool moments in her story, like when you first uh, get. Get out, and you need to find somewhere to stay. There are a lot of options, and you can sort of stay at a motel, but you need money, so there's like a convenience store you can rob, or you can get Alice okay. to distract the store and then take money out of a register, which Alice hates, but I'm like, look, Alice, I need the money. It was either that or, you know, uh, like, actually commit armed robbery. I thought this was the better yeah. way, but I'm, I'm sorry. And then you need to disguise yourself because there's like you they know what you look like, so you go to a laundromat, you're like, "I'll just take this guy's clothes, he's sleeping, listening to music, he's not gonna mind, and I was like, "Are you gonna take his clothes like, <laughs> yes <laughs> what do you what do you want from me? Shut up <laughs> stop stop judging me uh, so I did that, and we ended up you know getting lodgings in the uh, motel across the road. Which was fine. Like, you know, Connor and the cops turn up the next morning. We have the heads up so we're able to get away. There was a warehouse I could stay at instead across the road. Apparently, if I stay there, it actually brings on a chase with Connor pursuing Kara, which oh. I'm kind of bummed I didn't do. But, I mean, oh well. I made the choices I made, I guess. You're giving me um, tidbits here
0: that I'm going to... Uh, maybe... Because I definitely want to play it. I'm I'm, going to play it at some point, I think. But I just haven't got yeah. to it yet. I didn't pick it up. So I might... might
1: Steal a copy of uh, someone we know, maybe. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so her story follows that road. Uh, again, there's, she has a, a side story with a particular character with another bad series of QTEs that caused me to lose my memory temporarily. Just a bummer. Mm. It's I Honestly, I should have picked the sort of basic QTE stuff because, again, they're, they're not complicated. But why, why, why even choose... I'm experienced with this. Like, just choose the casual one because this game, these games aren't exactly there to push you. It's just like, hey, sit down and enjoy a story. I know better now. I just I regret not going for the for the more basic one at the gate because it just would right. have been a better time. I, I was yeah. I,
0: I it's hard for me to say without playing it. I mean, I played the demo, but like, it's what well, did you you played
1: Heavy Rain, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you'll know some of the QT sort of QT stuff that Quantum Dream like doing, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. fine, whatever. There was just yeah. some some different ones in particular that involved the six axis, and the six axis sucks. Yeah, it's bad, and it. it I don't know why ca- they insist on doing this. Still, <sighs> it it caused some yeah. crucial crucial slip ups towards the end, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I didn't, and. It left the least bad taste in my mouth versus the other Quantic Dream games. <laughs> it still had plot holes, stuff that I was playing through a game, going, ah, why? But why not just this? I don't know. But it was it was really entertaining, a a good game to sort of sit down and blur through once. I cannot really recommend the replayability to it. Okay, I got I got a certain sort of anxiety when you finish a chapter, it brings up like a flowchart of all the choices you could make, which yeah. Again, that was probably in a demo. I can't really remember. It, but, yeah, it
0: was, and I, I, I did ask uh, on the, uh, okay games. Well, actually, no, point and click now. But on their on their show, I asked them in the when I was in the chat whether or not that appears in the full game. And so yeah, I,
1: yeah, I do like
0: it, that a lot.
1: I tell you what, Joel, I liked it until there are some ones where you just realize how much you could have done, and it's just mm. like I want to see it all, but no, there's too much so yeah. many options and it's cool that it's there. It's cool that it just sort of lets you jump back to a trace and go, Hey, you want to play from here? Do this? Blah, 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 blah. Very cool. But it also just made me go, I don't have time. I don't. Yeah. There's too much here. But yeah, it's, it's such a weird game. It's definitely a game. I think you do have to sort of experience to sort of some games. You can sort of be like, this is how I felt about it blah you know and people will be like oh yes well maybe i will try that but it, this is really one of those sort of games where if you are even the slightest bit curious definitely try it regardless yeah. of, the, of the spoilers that i did give if you did if you were just like oh maybe i'll listen anyway like it's mm-hmm. sort of how the story plays out that is half the fun and again if nothing else there are some very cool little sequences throughout the game sort of like how in heavy rain there was some as, as much as i do laugh thinking about that game sometimes yeah i'll never forget like driving against the traffic for the bear yes, challenge. Yes, like, that, that will stick with me.
0: That, um and then also the um The, the rat, is,
1: was it? With a finger?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that was thi- that's not oh.
1: But for <laughs> um, every one of those I remember the scene where you first meet Madison and you run around your apartment in your underwear for no yeah. real discernible reason. Or the yeah. weird decision to have sex with Ethan while his son is slowly drowning i don't yeah, know yeah yeah I,
0: I i liked the chase scene in the apartment with madison but like it yeah it <laughs> i don't was, know man I, I liked i liked everything about the chase scene in the apartment apart from the fact that yeah she was like pretty much nude the whole time but
1: and then she wakes up and you're like oh okay and um, then that sucks but yeah
0: like because i remember seeing that in the demo like in the demos leading up to it, it was like whoa this is so cool yeah and then yeah it was like and it was all a dream
1: but yeah Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, um, so, like, compared to that, like, I walked out of Detroit a much happier man. And it, Awesome. <sighs> I wish I had time to sort of go back and explore some of his other pathways, but just not happening.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I, I will get to it. I'm I'm excited to play it at some point. Hopefully, definitely before end of the year. I think that's my, my aim, anyway.
1: But we'll see how that well, goes. Well, we can revisit it later if you play it, then.
0: Yeah, that's why I think we, we can go, like... Uh, full spoilers, maybe then we'll do like a, a spoiler cast. You I know, maybe. Yeah, or I,
1: I did honestly like it. I feel like I gave spoilers, but thinking about how the story actually plays out, there are some finer points that sort of add layers and layers to the story. So, okay. yeah, that's cool. that's something we should maybe look at in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get uh, one of our our friendship groups, uh, resident Quantic Dream expert. Um, it's ben not a bad Clark, idea. On the show,
1: we'll one for that. I'm not. It feels weird to be saying this at this time of year, but I am interested to see how this game will fall on my go list towards the end of the year. Okay. Because honestly, when it was first announced, I'm like, I'm not going to play this game. It's not even going to place. But after playing it, it might. Like, it's just interesting and weird. Interesting.
0: That's really cool to hear. That that's just that's given me even more.
1: Yeah. Curiosity it's Just
0: playing it then.
1: It's QTEs, misleading, misleading dialogue, and a couple of not interesting characters, but still an interesting and probably the best Quantic Dream game I've played. Awesome. No, that's awesome to hear. Um, just before we
0: move on as well, I just want to uh, take this moment. Uh, I haven't done this yet because we had a whole bunch of crazy E3 stuff, but I would like to just make a formal apology to the aforementioned Mr. Ben Clark himself about pulling <laughs> him out. About having my copy of Legend of Zelda, we played D and D later on that week, and he <laughs> gave me back my copy and said, "There, i had to fucking call me out on your podcast, you piece of shit." So, uh, hey, I hey, want to apologize you, for that. You you cannot argue with results, right? Uh, but hey, it worked. Yeah, I mean, on the DL, Ciaran, it worked, but it worked. This is my formal <laughs> apology to you, Ben. Um, <laughs> I'm calling you out, and, on the then, and show.
1: then you proceeded to not play it. <laughs>
0: Yeah I, yeah, I just have been playing too much other stuff. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> oh, boy. But, Cohen, there's one other game that we have both played that we've both, you've dabbled in, but um, we've both wanted to play for a very long time. Uh, we've Ooh. been waiting for the uh, inevitable Switch port that we knew was coming. Uh, and luckily for us, during E3, it got a shadow drop. Uh, and that is, of course, sure Team Cherry's Hollow Knight. And australian made australian made and holy fucking shit this game is excellent this is it like is. it's just excellent it is such a great game i'm having a, a great time playing it it's this weird if you don't know what hollow knight is it's i guess a weird mashup of a of a metroidvania with dark souls elements with a, That's exactly amazing how i would describe hand drawn art style yeah like it's it's just Everything about this game is stunning. Yeah. The game works so well. I just I love it.
1: And I the both both the Dark Souls and Metroidvania sub genre comparisons, whatever, they get thrown around a lot. So I can yeah. understand if people who maybe haven't heard much about Hollow Knight are just sitting there rolling their eyes into the back of their uh-huh. head. But first of all, the world design, the Metroidvania side of this game, incredibly engaging. The yes. areas that I've visited have felt distinct enough. That I have just wanted to explore every nook and cranny, and mm-hmm. the Dark Souls side of things, it has, it has the difficulty, it has the the obvious the, the, the souls mechanic where you die, you drop yep. the the currency you're carrying, and you got to go track it down by killing your shadow self. But it also mm-hmm. just has that bleak atmosphere and the vaguely creepy but engaging NPC conversations that I love so mm-hmm. much about Dark Souls. There, that's there too, and, and also it's too, just so I- good. It also has
0: those, like, you know, like, reading through item descriptions to gain more yes. lore about the yes. world. But, here's the thing. This game, I feel personally, for me, I feel does it really, really well. It's not super ambiguous. It's ambiguous enough for me to go, I think I know what's going on here. And it doesn't seem like it's, there's a lot of it hidden behind that. But, it's, I really like how they they dish out What's going on? I still not one hundred percent sure what's going on, but <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm I'm still I'm not early days. I've I've been playing a lot of it actually. I've played a lot since it came out. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just I'm having an absolute ball. Like the art style is just I don't know. I it's I'm trying to think of other things that it looks like it looks like um maybe something like a more refined version of something like maybe the behemoth would do. So the guys that did like Castle Crashers or something like that, it's like I, a a more classier version of that.
1: Yeah, it's just everything is everything is really simple in how it's designed, but it mm-hmm. just looks so good. Yeah, and again, it helps that it runs so buttery smooth as well. Mm-hmm. It's just oh man, in this game TV, is really good. In docked and handheld. I've been
0: playing it pretty much all in handheld mode, just because it's such a great game to have on. Like, just on the couch, when you're just, like, exploring around um, and, Joel, and if playing you, around if you, that way.
1: Joel, if you tell me that you watched off with Hollow Knight on your Switch, I'll be sad. I have, yes. <sighs> Joel, I'm sad.
0: It's, I'm, yes, that's what I do. I've this got, game I've is got incredible. Limited time.
1: I've got it limited time. It deserves your full okay. attention. It it does
0: get my full attention, whatever's on in the background okay. usually gets less attention. So it's usually I put on something that doesn't mean that much to me. It's not like I'm watching like a, a super in depth TV show. I'm not even, or, or not even like something like Queer Eye that I'm like super invested in. But like, it's just like you know I have something on as background noise. It's just good to like kick back, do some stuff, hang out in uh in this really creepy world. Um, because yeah, not, I, only, not only does it look good, the soundtrack is also really good. I look. This is the 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 one testament as well. Usually, when I'm playing stuff in handheld mode, I usually have the sound turned down. I do not for this game. I have the sound turned up, so I can still hear the music, uh, and and the uh, the sound effects and things like that as well. So um, I play this game with headphones. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I did have a quick look at it before because I, I when I got Mario Tennis Aces, I docked my my Switch to to play a bit of that. Um, and i i i was playing hollow knight before I, I put that in and i sort of tooled around with hollow knight
1: on the tv and i'm like yeah i'll play a bit of this on tv as well i think it looks good um, it looks good in both in both modes which is just i mean not mm-hmm. obviously most of the games do but it's just such a good looking game holy crap yep. the animations on the uh
0: the the bug transport thing when that yes. rocks up i love that because it it is you can tell it's hand-drawn, and I mean that in the best possible way, that it has that authenticity to it that just looks so gorgeous, and I, I love it so much. Every time I, I ring that bell, and this giant fucking dune
1: bug thing rocks up, and I'm like, oh, here he
0: comes!
1: And I like it um, you can you can talk to that as well, so when you unlock new areas, it'll be like, oh, wow, I haven't been here in a while, and you're like, oh, good good work, bug horse. Yeah, yeah. It's, really cool. Uh, it's, it's got this
0: weird uh, charm to it that's like, I don't know. It it it's so charming and so uh, macably cute in a way as well.
1: Um, I just and just such a the enemies game. are so simple but off putting and just they make me uncomfortable sometimes because. Yep. Yeah, it's just, they. Yeah, man. I I want to say I want to just quickly ask you how much have you opened up for combat and movement so far? What sort of powers have you picked up along your way? Not a whole lot.
0: So okay. far, and that's where do I'm hitting have... a wall. Um
1: Okay. So I I don't want to spoil anything, but I do have a couple of powers that have just the movement in this game is another thing I wanted to touch on and just say how how good it feels. Yeah. I mean, this isn't really a spoiler. You probably know that you're gonna get stuff like a wall jump and I have that. And yes. Okay. Do you have the air dash? I do have the air dash, yes. Okay. Yep. Those are the two main ones because yep. they make oh Like the trend, like just getting around the world, especially when you when you occasionally again sometimes just it's just nice to be flashy and show off a bit. Like I'll just I'll dash across the air, down slash on an enemy to bounce myself back up, dash across, jump on the wall, bounce, bounce, bounce. It's just the movement is just beautiful in this game.
0: Yeah, it's very fluid. Um, it did take me a while. I didn't actually realize you could bounce off enemies and use that as momentum to keep. Oh man,
1: it's so good when you when you when you figure that out. Oh.
0: Yeah, well, the, the part I figured it out was I kept coming across those, like, purpley bubble things that I couldn't I couldn't get enough jump height off it to get over areas. Oh, like,
1: yes, in I the guess, fungus caverns or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is where I am at the moment, the fungal wastes. Okay, fungal wastes, yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, maybe I just don't have a, an ability that gives me, like, a higher jump or, like, a double jump or something yet. Um, but then I accidentally did it, and I was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, that, of course... <laughs> Of course, that's how you do it.
1: But that's the uh, thing; that's also the area that alerted to me to the fact that I could do it. And then I started mm-hmm. playing around with enemies and figured out I could do it. And you can yep. use it as there's a couple of areas where you're not meant to go certain ways, and you can bounce off enemies to get a bit higher and progress a little bit in directions you're not meant to go yet, which is cool. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's um, I I like it. It's just such a, a stunning game. I don't know how many exact areas. I think I've been about like five or six different areas maybe um i think i'm probably similar
1: can,
0: yeah that i can tell have you been in the 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 pitch black area is that the sewers i think it's the sewers with the the, the tunnel snake things
1: oh to... i mean i've been into the, the sewers but i didn't go far that way i went back up through the city of tears to beat a boss okay yep um
0: I think I'm actually fighting a boss at the moment or trying to fight a boss at the moment. It's great got- like you will just come, you'll come across a boss and then go oh I can't do this and you can just go do something else and come
1: back. Yeah.
0: Like it's it's that's, a, that, again that's good. what I
1: did for the Mantis Lords who I haven't beaten yet.
0: I've done that. Oh. I've I've done the Mantis Lords. It's not easy. <laughs> actually yeah, no, no. you know what? It's it's again just to come back to the souls uh like comparison like it's just pattern recognition yeah that's all this game once it's it's like knowing when to strike and knowing when to 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 dodge and yeah it took me a few goes but i was like i stuck it out one night and i managed to do it and i was like
1: yes fucking awesome i i I went and got my nail upgraded from the blacksmith i haven't haven't done that yet because i haven't found the blacksmith oh okay all right and i'm that i know you want to do that
0: yeah, that's the thing because I know I can upgrade the nail, and I am like, where the fuck is this piece of shit? I need to find him because <laughs> I need I to know, do it.
1: I also got a. So this game also has has pins which you can put on yourself, which cost mm-hmm. you have you have like a essentially like an the best comparison I can think of is like AP that some RPGs yes. have where you can you can increase that via a certain method, which you'll, you'll uncover later in the game. But mm-hmm. that basically governs how many particular pins you can have equipped. And one of my favorite pins that I have at the moment is one that makes my nail a little bit longer, and it makes all the oh. difference for me. That's awesome. I, th- I can't remember what I've got equipped at the moment. I think I've got seeing
0: myself on the map.
1: Yes, that's I've important. Got, Man,
0: that's the- like a staple. You need to have that. You need to lock the that first, one in.
1: The first thing I did was buy out everything the map store has. Just everything.
0: I actually have to go back and buy a whole bunch more stuff at the, the map store, but that was like step um, one for me because <laughs> I kept I, I fell down like <laughs> what I do when I when I play Minecraft It's like when I'm oh, like mining I just too keep greedy, going too deep. yeah yeah exactly I get too greedy and then I go back and I'm like ah oh, and now I've got to try and figure out how to get back to the top I've got all this currency and I'm just oh god even just get me to a bug station so I can get to the fucking s- surface please. Um, and I, I, yeah. I, it hasn't worked out very
1: well sometimes. But do you, uh, yeah. do you have like the um, the bug station marker for your map?
0: Uh, I think so. I kind of know where the ones that I've seen been to already are. Yeah. So because well, I, I, I when you're near them, up. the
1: game actually has in-game signs as well. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like,
0: I, I kind of know where they are. The one I bought, I think the only one I've bought so far is the park bench one benches
1: are important as well they are your
0: bonfires they're bonfires and i love the fact that like you can explore through an entire part of like because you you buy maps as well for the certain areas you have to buy a map otherwise you don't know where where you're going which is crucial i guess in a like a metroidvania game you need to know where you're going and where you've been so you can sort of figure out what you need to be doing yeah none Um, of this
1: metroid one bullshit
0: (laughs) no no It's, it's it's done really well where it's like you can just fucking blindly stumble your way through it which i've done for quite a long time when i've just fallen down a yeah. few holes and oh. gone oh shit i'm so stark where am whenever I? I
1: whenever i'm in a new area i have my ears like well and truly ready to i'm listening out for that for that whistling and the humming and looking for the paper yep. on the ground like the map yep. man isn't here where is the map man <laughs> yeah where <laughs> me is map? he? i need to talk to
0: him because i need to buy a map of him um oh, but it's yeah so good. it's
1: it's cool. So, like,
0: when you go back to the park bench, though, um, and you sit down there, it basically saves your game, refills your your health, and um, fills in where you've been on the map since the last time you sat down on a park bench, which is really cool. So, it, it it's not only got the Dark Souls m- mechanic of like your actual currency and like your your XP essentially, it's got that for your traversal and where you've been, so you know where to go. And I think it's a really yeah. interesting way of dealing with it.
1: Yeah, it's very cool, and it, it much like any good Metroidvania or a Souls-like game, there are some sweet little shortcuts you can find sometimes in places you wouldn't expect to see them. Mm-hmm. And other ones you'll. And another thing I like. Some people don't like this about Metroidvanias. is I personally love it. When I go past an area, I'm like, I'm going to get a power for this later. I need to yeah. remember it's here. Like, I have to. I. Th- that's how I dealt with because i'm in the mines at the moment i'm not sure if you've reached them yet uh uh, maybe 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 yeah you break free break through a floor and fall into the mines uh
0: no i haven't but i know where okay yeah it's it's got like the guy who's like picking there he's like oh thanks for coming and visiting me so much yeah yeah Yeah, so i I I haven't got a power that yet to
1: access that
0: and i think i've got that power as well it's a pin isn't it
1: no, it's a power you oh. get from beating a boss. okay. Okay, all right. City of Tears. Explore that more. All right, City of
0: Tears. All right, I'm going to head there then. Uh, as soon as we stop recording be- tonight, I'm playing more Hollow Knight. That's where <laughs> you're going? That's- yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing.
1: So, yeah, but yeah, once I beat that boss, I got a power for beating him. I'm like, oh, it's time. It's time to go there and do the thing. And I went and did it and access <laughs> a new area. I- There's just something about any Metroidvania that can sort of scratch that part of my brain that makes me very happy. Just like, ah. Oh, Yes. It's Brilliant.
0: that ca- it's that dangling carrot that they always give with those types of games where it's like, now you've got this, remember that spot? And you're like, oh, cool. And then you get into a new area and you see the new thing and you're like, oh, I'm coming back for you. And yeah, I, I agree. Mental I like notes. that as well. <laughs> it's good too. It gives you that endorphin rush as well, like where you're like, I am smart. Look how clever I am for figuring this out. I remembered. Um, yeah. And it's a, it's a, it goes back to the whole thing where it's like, Aha, figured you out game and the game developers are like, we that's the way we designed the game. That's how yeah, we, we made this
1: game. We, we wanted you to do this, but okay, exactly. congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. If you ever switch I think, was it, Oh God, just buy it. We should also mention, so this game costs seventeen fifty. It is a it fucking comes, steal. It comes with all the current DLC and the next piece of DLC they're working on you'll get mm-hmm. for free. Like Yep. Come on, buy this game. Team and then go
0: to Twitter, follow Team Cherry, and then tell yes. them, Dear Team Cherry, you guys are amazing and I love your game. Please continue doing what you do. Oh um, man, like. I'm hoping I'm hoping they're gonna be at like Paxis here. Maybe we can just at least swing by to say thank you.
1: <laughs> it was so, so cool seeing him on the treehouse stage the three. Yes, Rad.
0: So awesome. Just they were like, how the fuck? Like you could tell <laughs> they were just like Hi, we're we're from Australia and we're a small studio. We made Hollow Knight, and everyone's like, "Fuck yeah!" And everyone in Australia that likes video game, like that that knows about video games is just like cheering and hollering from home. I can just feel it. It's so great.
1: Hollow Knight is another example of good Kickstarter. Like Kickstarter is such a a slapdash like mix of good and bad sometimes, but Hollow Mm -hmm. Knight is another example of it being good Mm because we got this thanks to Kickstarter, and this game. Don't skip it. Play this game. No. If you have a no, Switch no, no, no. Don't skip or PC, just get this game.
0: It's it's a, it's a state if you've got a Switch especially, it's a fucking staple. It should be in yeah. there, it should be next to fucking Golf Story. It should be next to fucking <laughs> All right. The... No, it should be. It should be. It's fucking it's a, it's an interesting game. It does something very different. But yeah, it's one of those indie games that I just I fucking it's so far better than it probably should be like it, all things like you said it's a kickstarter game um and all this other sort of stuff it, it it has going against it but it just it takes it it's everything. like
1: Armored dark souls metroidvania which so many games are these yeah, days of course but yep it excels in every area and i love mm-hmm. it so much
0: it's set the bar so high it's like it's, it's i think it's my like indie game of the year and i know it came out last year i think for pc technically
1: um yeah but i mean that's a it's a it's a tricky spot because I mean if you don't have a PC how it's not your fault that you played on it. Switch like and I,
0: I I'd said from the, the get go I'm like I want to play Holiday Night because one it's an Australian developer and two it looks really great but I, I and because they were pretty open about it, we We're like yeah we're developing it for the Switch as well and I was like all right well I'm waiting for that version of it because because of the fact that I can play it on the couch in handheld mode or I can play it on my TV or I can take it with
1: me it's just yeah it's I don't just regret buying um, it on Steam because it means I've given Team Cherry double money and I'm fine with uh, that. <laughs> I kind of want to go buy it on Steam too, just so I'm
0: like, yeah, just take more money. I, actually, I just want to contact them directly and go, how can I give you mm-hmm. more money? I think they've got, is it, I think on Fangamer maybe, they've got some merch? Yes, I think so. You can buy plushies and things like that. You can buy like a Hollow Knight plushie. I'm like, yes. Yes. I want,
1: yes. Give me all yes, the merch. Yes, yes. This, more this, yes. Yes. Please make more. Here's money, make more do it more pl- more please more plus
0: <laughs> hollow night please um
1: <laughs> it's a very good game don't it's uh, so good it should just be this could just be like a recording of me looping don't skip this don't skip this don't skip yeah. this because it is just that good I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it's
0: been we've both it's been like singing the praise don't, don't miss of it like game. just play this
1: game it's, 1750 oh. heaps of content the switch, the, the, the barrier of entry Gone. is
0: so yeah. The barrier of entry is so low in terms of pricing. The fact that it is a great game just to sit down with, like, if you've got an hour, you can explore a little bit. If you've got a whole day, you can lose
1: yourself the entire day. Um, it's just so good. I think I do want to make a special note about though, as you said, like if if you've only got an hour, don't stress about checkpoints because its system is really good. Like you can just mm-hmm. save and quit. Yep, done. So
0: save like, and quit, or even if you're playing on the Switch as well, you can just standby. Yeah, you just lock the screen and it's done. Um which right, is what I've been I doing. do,
1: because I do get that. Like sometimes, it, like for example, recently I'd be like, oh, I've only got an hour, play some Dark Souls, but I have to make sure I can get from one bonfire to another, and I'll be like, yeah. No, nah, I don't have time. But it, and even yeah. Metro games sometimes they're like, oh, I've got save point to save point. But yeah, just because of that very nature of this of this system and the game itself, I'm like, oh, I'll play for like 20 minutes and yeah. go from here to here and save and quit or just lock it and go standby. You know, it's just nice. It, it makes it a much easier game to sort of pick up and play.
0: The pressure, yeah, the pressure is only apparent when you're in the game. It doesn't spill over into you having to, like you said, try and find a bonfire so I can save my game and get back to where I was and all that, so I'll lose all this progress. Like, it's it's... When you're playing the game, if you die and you don't get back to that thing, you've lost that stuff. Yes, but if you need to go, you're like, oh shit, they've called me into work early. Yeah, save, quit, lock. You're good. Yeah,
1: It's just good. good.
0: It's good. Oh, it is so good. It's so good. It, it. It makes me not sad. It makes me um not sad anymore that I didn't play Salt and Sanctuary when it came out. Like that. That it's <laughs> Salt and
1: Sanctuary. I don't think I played it when we were doing a podcast did I?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Okay. I That's a game that I love and also don't love. But that's yeah. a that's a that's a topic for another time.
0: <laughs> I've looked kind you might we might get to talk about it eventually. I've looked at buying it a few times. It's gone on sale a few times. I'm like I could just I guess I
1: was pretty, gonna pl- it's pr- it's pretty good. Yeah,
0: I was going to get it, it for the cuz now the Vita's it's out in the Vita as well. That's why I was waiting for, but now I'm like I don't care.
1: Come to, to switch, Sultan the Sanctuary. Fucking yes.
0: Well, you know what, that might you know, the reasons for that might not coming not coming might pop up (laughs) later on. Some people might not want to play ball, but um Yeah. Hollow night. So good. Play it. Please. Um all right so uh we've uh obviously it's, you know, the week after E three. There's still lots of news and things filtering out and stuff like that. Um but there's been one big story that's sort of been uh monopolizing the headlines uh in the gaming world at least this this week um the game itself has been monopolizing headlines in general
1: um for a myriad of reasons as well yeah and also the game um, the game involved also sort of uh got gaming in the uh good old put it put it in the line of sight of a world health organization as well
0: yeah gaming addiction yeah there's there's a lot to fucking unpack here about many facets of this situation, but um the main thing that we sort of w- we've uh, wanted to focus on I guess this week is um uh, Sony uh, have recently again come under the coming to the crosshairs of everyone uh, in terms of crossplay compatibility. Um, in the last week we have seen the unlikeliest of of uneasy unlikely alliances uh between microsoft and nintendo um so basically this whole thing started around when um as the leaks had reported and if you've listened to our nintendo episode from e3 coverage it um Fortnite released on the switch last week um it's out now uh, i downloaded it tonight just because i was like a oh, fuck it why not um and if I'm going to play it for obvious reasons, I'll play it on the Switch now. Um, and the, everyone was sort of, you know, the question about crossplay came up again because Fortnite is a game that you can play on pretty much everything at the moment. Um, you can play it on phones, you can play it on all the
1: consoles. It um, it is worth mentioning that like it's not that this crossplay story is new. It was either last no. E3 or the E3 before when. No, it must have been last year, three when they when the Switch version of Minecraft popped up in yes. the Microsoft press conference in a Microsoft weird yes. turn of events, and everyone was like, "Huh? What?
0: Yeah, but no, th- <laughs> things are things are weirder now as well. Things are super weird. Yeah, they're real um, weird it, in a good way. It's a, it's a good weird. Like it's 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 like charming weird, but weird nonetheless. Um, yeah. So uh, Sony were were uh, you know questioned about. You know cross compatibility with Sony people on Sony platforms being able to play with other console platforms because currently on the PlayStation you can play with mobile and PC players I believe
1: and um, yeah yeah mobile encompasses iOS and Android so yeah those are the platforms yeah
0: yeah so yeah mobile mobile and PC you can play with on on PS4 but you know obviously not with uh, with Microsoft uh, but now with the Nintendo Switch version of uh, Fortnite releasing um,
1: also. Sorry, I do want to interrupt again and be like, and, mm. and just remind people mm. of that of that innocent time when Epic accidentally flicked a Switch and temporarily mm-hmm. cross-play was possible between PlayStation and Xbox, arguably mm-hmm. the moment that sort of started this fire, which I think Sony has up until now been able to be like, yeah, well, we don't want to do that. So it's like, okay, yep. well, that sucks. But uh, now that this whole Switch thing has happened. It's just exploded.
0: Yeah. So basically, in the fallout of all this, um, Sony have, have stuck to their guns uh, and said, "No, we're not doing that. We're, we're, we, we have no plans on doing that." There's no. Uh, uh, there was a report, I think, from someone who used to work at Sony Online um, about whether or not, um, like, the reasons why they wouldn't do it is simply money um, mm. because they don't see a need for them to I- do that.
1: We have uh, that wonderful statement that Sony delivered to the BBC here, Joel, about okay. on the topic of crossplay. This came up mm-hmm. after this issue was being covered by some pretty uh, heavy-hitting mainstream press outlets. So basically, Sony had to say something. What they said, yeah. I'm not sure they should have said, but here's what they said. We're always open to hearing what the PlayStation community is interested in to enhance their gaming experience. With more than 80 million active users on PlayStation Network, we've built a huge community of gamers who can play together on Fortnite and all online titles. We also offer Fortnite cross-play support with PC, Mac, iOS, and Android devices, expanding the opportunity for Fortnite fans on PS4 to play with even more gamers on other platforms. We have nothing further to add beyond that at this point.
0: <laughs> it's just... Uh, so... it Look...
1: Yeah... Mm. Good, you've got eighty million active it, users. I guess, congrats.
0: <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: like, if we want to cut to the chase of this whole situation, we are on the precipice of the announcement of the next console generation. Let's face it; it's happening. It's going to happen. We're going to hear announcements about it within the next twelve to eighteen months. Do like, do Sony really think that this kind of press is gonna? They're going to be able to sweep this under the rug. And just move into the next
1: console generation and still be on top. Because I sure as shit don't think they will be able to. So, here's the thing. I don't like taking the stance. I've seen it Mm. all across wonderful internet. And I get it. Business. Sony is a business. Of course. As market leader. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they don't really Mm. need to worry about the other two platforms who honestly... Like, they're going for the whole crossplay thing because, first of all, it opens up great options for the Xbox fan base and the Switch fan base, which yep. are smaller than the PlayStation one. So, you know. Of course. But.
0: Well, well, Microsoft, in, uh, I, I think, like, Switch is getting there. Like, it, the fact that in, t- like, just over 12 months they've had the growth that they've had is pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. But, Switch is on yeah. fire. But, like,
1: in- no one ever the Sony numbers at this yeah. point, obviously. Of course. Yeah. So the the only way I see things really changing let's go back let's let's take a let's jump into time machine Joel okay okay go back to the it's yep. simpler times at the start of this generation when Microsoft mm-hmm. unveiled the Xbox 1 as a DRM mm-hmm. always online machine where you couldn't be you wouldn't be able to like trading games or anything because they would basically be be locked to your console and Sony had a field day just openly mocking microsoft at e3 with their simple here's how playing used games works on ps4 by just like handing the game off to someone else and it's just like "Huh, okay that's very funny
0: yeah yeah it was funny and it got to to the point of being a little on the nose that e3 was brutal like, like
1: sony did not let up no they didn't but i mean it sort of flipped on this side now where as we as we have discussed, Nintendo and Microsoft are very chummy to the point where a trailer came out now that the Minecraft like the the new title update is out for Minecraft on Switch. It's the, the bedrock but, update. Yeah, But cool. basically just unifies the platform. It's now just called Minecraft, not Minecraft Switch Edition, Xbox or you know, console edition or whatever it is. It's just all yep. Minecraft. Cross plays a thing yep. using I think it's Xbox Live accounts and mm-hmm. Like Major Nelson was tweeting out about playing his first game of Minecraft on his Switch, getting like an achievement and all that, and like the Twitter accounts for Nintendo and Microsoft are tweeting at each other. The trailer has them yeah. playing nice together, survive together. And it's just it it it's sort of not not as on the nose, or oh, I guess it's pretty on the nose. Not as aggressive as how Sony was doing it, but it reminds me of it's- those earlier days.
0: It does. It's on the nose, but it's in like a, I guess, in a charming kind of way. It's in a, like a.
1: This could be you, yeah. But but and you know the point I'm making when mm. I get at that is, like, what happened with the Xbox One, with how Sony did all that? Like, Xbox had to change. Like, there was no way mm-hmm. they could sell a console like that.
0: And it was almost immediate. Yeah. that they, they they backstepped. Oh yeah, uh, you know. Still, was, still yeah, recovering,
1: was, arguably.
0: Of course. Yeah, absolutely. But,
1: uh, <sighs> yeah. But, so now um, we now we have hmm. Sony in this. And as you said, like, we are on the precipice of a new generation of consoles. I don't, I want this to change. And I hope it changes. Yeah. But I just worry that, so when Sony gets arrogant, it's like they get pretty arrogant. I think we all remember, remember yes. the PS3 days. Yes. Ooh, especially that reveal. That's the thing
0: exactly that's the thing this this isn't new for sony no this happened to them before the ps2 was the market leader they were fucking rolling xbox and like it, it was like it was this juggernaut of a console and then they got to the ps3 and they fucking shat the bed well, and they like you know but again- they only just recovered
1: with the ps4 That's a whole, that's all like, they were like, yeah, we'll use the cell processor. It'll be like the cutting Mm -hmm. edge technology for video games. Also, it'll make developing Mm -hmm. multi-platform titles nearly impossible. Good work there, guys. Also, the console will be overpriced and all that other stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, PS3, huge disaster. PS4, much simpler, streamlined megabucks, especially because Xbox sort of, again, did a Sony essentially by going, no, this is what gamers want. Oh no, we were wrong. So, I mean, again, whether yeah. that changes next gen, it's really hard to tell. I just think it's just been interesting to see this. I've never, like, again, as we said, crossplay sort of came up back when Minecraft came to Switch, and it was in the, in that conference a year or so ago. I really yeah. think the turning point here with the release of Fortnite on Switch, with Fortnite, you're like, you know, you've, you say, say you play Fortnite on multi multi platform, it's a free download, so mm-hmm. you know, you you're basically encouraged to. What is more appealing yeah. than playing on your Xbox, making all this progress, and then jumping across to your Switch for when you're leaving the house and catching or doing anything else, or you want to play it somewhere that's not on your TV, but carrying across like that that connection because you can link your epic account across platforms. And here's can. What, so this is where the plot thickens because, mm-hmm. because of how Sony has approached this whole cross-platform platform disaster. If you have linked your Epic accounts to your PSN, that account cannot be used on Xbox or Switch. It is just it is locked yep. out.
0: Which, look, like you said, this is a free game, but there are obviously microtransactions in it. And I, I, I've said before on episodes before, I think that the way that... Uh, epic uh monetizing fortnite is probably one of the lesser egregious versions
1: careful you say uh, that Joel, cuz now there. everyone's doing it like rocket league and pubg have now announced battle pass esque things of course it's the, it's the new loop we're going to have to
0: have well but yeah but it's there's there's less rng to them Oh yeah, like, I know. I'm, I'm mo- the battle pass is all based around skill, like it's about completing objectives and doing dailies, basically, my which pro- is not a new thing that's happened with MMOs for years. So my,
1: my primary point is that the industry is just like, oh, we can use this. This can course, be our microtransaction yeah. access. We can't use loot boxes, EA poison them, but battle pass, however, yeah. still yeah. still an option. But yeah, you you are right. Yeah. And it was, it was season
0: passes before that. And again, oh, yeah. like I think of the of them, I think this is a, a great way that like, I think Fortnite had done a really good job of that. But yes, it's a free game. So like, you know, not be able to carry progress over and stuff like that sucks a little bit. But if you put money into this on PS4 and then you want to go and do the aforementioned play on Switch and take it with you when you're going away on holiday or on the bus or whatever, like that's, you can't, you yep. literally can't do that. But- and that's, shitty
1: you have no access to that stuff you have spent money on unless you play on the things that sony is okay with you playing on and yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's the part that's really interesting about this i think if that wasn't the case this potentially could be just sort of swept under the rug but because of that i reckon i don't think things will change like sony's shares took a bit of a fall and like again outlets everywhere are writing about this usa today cnbc sky news bbc news as well as practically every video game yeah. outlet out there it's yep i don't know man it's so, it's this has been a weird week with this news it's
0: been so weird and like i i honestly think though like do, do sony really think that they're going to come out of this unscathed going into a new console generation again it's, because like the general consensus for people at the moment like really that that, that knee-jerk reaction is was like well, next generation, I'm just going to... I, I got, Clearly, like, the PS4 has has the exclusives. Yes, that's fine. But I feel like it's going to be the secondary console for a lot of people. Then so, they're going to go, well, you know...
1: Yeah. I, yeah. This So, so far, it's Rocket Rocket League, Minecraft, and now Fortnite across play, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, if this becomes a trend going forward, and... I mean, obviously, not every multiplayer game will do it, but any multiplayer games that do enable crossplay, why the hell would I buy it on my PlayStation? Like, why?
0: Yep, absolutely. And like, I, if you care as much about this as like we do, like I'd encourage you to do the same. There's, there's no way I buy a, a multiplayer, um, like <laughs> multiplayer game on uh, on Sony's console anymore. There's no, no way. Why I- would I?
1: I own Minecraft and Rocket League on PS4, but if I play mm-hmm. them in the future, like I'll look into purchasing them on Switch. Like it's just, yep. Which I mean, it's not a, Sony's already got my money, so they don't really care. They're like, eh, you already. I mean, they gave, right. me, they gave me Rocket League for free, but Minecraft I, I purchased after already buying it on PS3, so they're like, eh, mm-hmm. whatever. But and yeah, going forward, if it's a cross, if it's a multiplayer game and it's crossplay, like I see. Zero reason to buy it on PS4. If this is Sony's approach, and again, to go back to it, I know the business, I don't need to. But at a, of course. When, for someone whose slogan for so long was for the players, like this is a mm-hmm. joke. Yep, absolutely.
0: And like you said, it is a business, but if you want to look at the business side of things, coming into a new console generation, this is going to impact them. If they don't make some sort of change, this is going to impact them. 100%.
1: I really hope like, so. I hope it does. I, I
0: And I think, yeah, I think y- you out there listening should, you know, it comes back to that old adage of voting with your wallet. Like, oh, yeah. don't support this kind of shit. Like, don't fucking give in to them. Just be like, no, but, you know, it's uh, I've, I play everything. Up. All my friends play on, on PlayStation and stuff like that. Get them to do the same. If they've got other consoles, get them to do the same thing. That's the only way you're gonna combat this. So that Sony, when they come out with the PS5 or whatever, try and go look how good we are, and everyone goes, actually no. Why would I do that when the what is it? Project can't remember what the Xbox's name is gonna be. Oh
1: um, shit! Uh, crimson. Crimson. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's something red related, which is yeah, interesting. It's definitely uh, crimson. That's a whole other topic of co- the other topic of conversation as well. It's interesting, changing. uh, marketing techniques that would be a crazy thing um but yeah like why would that when the the project crimson is gonna have the same game and i can play with my friend who can't afford to buy a project crimson or a a ps5 but they've got a switch and the game works on both of those why
1: yeah it's just things get trickier there because i we don't know how many of those crimson games will run on switch but at that point Is when you start going, well, shit, why don't you just do cross-play Sony so I can play with my PlayStation friends? Like, it's, I don't want this to Mm -hmm. be swept away. I don't want it to be swept aside because I want this to change. No, absolutely. (sighs) I wish I could believe it would. Um, Sony has managed to muscle themselves into a good position with strong exclusives, so their consoles will always sell at this point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's fair, and, and I'll buy those, because a lot of those exclusives are franchises that I'm invested in now, mm-hmm. which is, that's the unfortunate thing. But um, I think our our friend of the show, Broderick Gordes, uh, we were talking about this in our group chat before on Facebook, and he was saying, it's like, you know, you should, if you do have those multi-platform, multiplayer games that are cross-play with everything except for Sony, obviously, Buy them on those other consoles that aren't Sony, and and tweet at Sony or mm-hmm. let them know and just be like, hey, you could have had this, but you don't now. Um, because I think you know if enough people make enough noise about it, you would hope something might give. But I mean, the 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 way that the world is is at the moment outside of video games and things in general is that doesn't seem to be. <laughs> The, the the adage anymore. It used to be like you know, make enough noise and something will change, something will give, something will break. But
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, Sony's top dog in the market, so I don't need to worry about the little guys just nipping at their buds, going, "Hey, we all want to play together," which sucks because we all want to play together. Just mm-hmm. let us play together. Christ, mm-hmm. it's really simple and when you think about it. It
0: is. It's it's so simple, and it's yeah. I went from, like, going, oh, we don't need new consoles already, oh, I'm really worried about that, to being really, really interested into what these companies have to say about their next-gen consoles. Uh, see, because I've
1: always been interested, because things are a very interesting point now with where things are sitting. Mm-hmm. But that's even beyond yeah, well, the fact that we could be getting, like, just iteration consoles, like how we got PS4, yep. PS4 Pro, Xbox One, Xbox, like, 1X, like yeah yep. the now mobile phone
0: model yeah
1: yeah now we've got like this potential thing being an issue and then there's whatever companies might try to do to tackle the switch and it's it's genius yep. use of handheld as being a, a really big selling point like it's just mm-hmm. it's going to be a cracker a generation but oh yeah i don't know if sony will care enough to be like no we'll play nice like i don't know I hope so.
0: No, I don't think that they've got their fingers firmly stuck in their ears and they're going, la, la, la,
1: la, 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 at the moment. And the sucky part is when it it comes down to it, they're going to keep making money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. But, oh, man, it's such a... And on top of that, like, Fortnite itself is still not getting out of it clean either because, you know, we've had the Today Show calling for people to... Writing in with stories about their children being addicted to Fortnite. And well, again as i said stories... like
1: world health organization yeah. recognized gaming addiction as a thing so that's now a thing it's it's not it's not so a thing but yeah a, apparently yeah, it is it's such a weird it's just yeah that's a whole different thing i don't feel like i'm enough of an expert to go into it but yeah if we're gonna go go into it, addictions like there's a long list of things that you can be addicted to that's for sure yep yeah. yep
0: yeah. It's more so you should focus on the affliction of addiction in general, because if you've got an addictive personality, whatever you apply that to is going to be related, is going to be like, you know, impeded by it. So whether it be pokies, whether it be smoking, whether that be drugs, whether that be video games, if you've got an addictive personality, that's... That's your affliction. Having an addictive personality. (sighs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a really, there's a really good article by, I think Ray Johnston on Gizmodo. Oh, cool. I reckon. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those, again, the world health organization thing is going to be a thing that plays out going forward. And I'm interested because I mean, there are, there are lots of good points coming from both sides, but yeah, that's, it just happens that Fortnite came along and has been the poster boy for, for the world health organization going, but look, look at this. Look at this
0: this nine-year-old girl who, like, wet herself because she didn't take a break from Fortnite. Fucking. Okay. Anyway. Anyway.
1: That's a whole different
0: thing. It is. This is, like, the happy. We've gone from, like, the happiest time of, like, the video gaming calendar into just this fucking absolute shitstorm in the wake of it. Um, It's just sad. Yeah. It is real sad. But, um. Oh, boy, Karen. Maybe some questions Um, will cheer us up. Maybe some questions will cheer us up. I think we should we should jump into those right about now. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sure this is probably not going to be the last you hear us talk about this whole situation oh, because this is going to be a thing that continues. Away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll uh, no doubt bring it up in future episodes. But um, questions we haven't had questions for a while. We haven't called for them because we haven't had time for them. Um, E3 was and- all
1: consuming.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, we went, we went all in this year. I'm, I, can I just take a moment and just say that, just to to blow our own horn here personally a little bit, I'm very proud of what we did this year, Kyra. It was really we, fun. We put in a, it was a lot of fun and we put in a lot of work and I think it's it's paid off. I think it was a much better format for how we we've done I, things in the past.
1: I just. I just love E three. I miss it. It's so
0: good. It's so good. So, so the fact that like it was, it was more time to talk about E three. We got to spend more time
1: talking about E three, but it was a bit more manageable and digestible for you, the listener. Um, and it, and it didn't feel like because it, it, some like in in previous episodes, I always felt bad if we weren't giving a, a let's just say it EA's press conference, regardless of how we felt about it. I always felt we would rush through it and be like, no, nah, let's move on. It was just nice to sort of have love- the time to open all this stuff up.
0: I love how you went with EAs and not Square I mean, Enixes because Square Enixes was like oh you didn't need it. Like it's fine. We didn't I, need that. I hated I hated EAs more than Square Enixes. Oh I hated it, but in terms of like in, Square Enixes was more useless, basically. At least there was um, stuff that got me excited. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm not trying to take away that either, but it's, I'm, I'm putting it down at a pure like necessity level. Anyway. Um but yeah, if you if you enjoyed our, our A3 coverage, please let us know as well. Um, we'd like to hear your feedback. Uh, if you think there are things we could do better, just in general as well, just let us know. Um, but questions—we got a whole stack of them this week. Let's get into them. Starting off with he got he got a name drop before Mister Ben Clark himself. Uh, again, I'm really sorry. Formal apology here. Calling me on <laughs> the show. Um, this is my this is my press conference to to you, Ben. Um, hey, you're doing much better I'm than I did. Exactly, or Sony. I'm saying more than Sony. Um, I'm changing my ways. Uh, yeah. So, Ben asks us uh, in light of E3 and game hype. My question is: What individual self-imposed challenge, hunt for RNG weapon or achievement, took you the longest to accomplish? Not counting a platinum or individual challenge or individual trophy. Ballpark, how long you spent on it?
1: Oh, okay, all right. I have a lot of trophies. Yep. Um, one in particular that I think of here is—I don't know if he's if he's angling for this point—but in Dark Souls three, there is a particular faction. Again, I think it's not as bad now, but at launch, there's a particular faction that had a Miracle, I believe, that I needed for the All Miracles Trophy. And to get it, I had to get a particular item from a particular enemy. Okay, Because the faction stuff didn't really work because of how the faction summons how I needed to happen, and it just wasn't functioning. So I had to farm Silver Knights on the steps of Anor Londo. Yes. I don't even know how many hours of my life I signed away to that staircase I remember <laughs> at certain points I would just have screen caps of when I'd maxed out all the item drops because they were all the silver knights were dropping me was tight night shards but my tight night shards were full so I would just turn around take a picture of the stairs because they'd be like 10, 15, 20 items I couldn't pick up because they were all (laughs) Titanite shards. Now, there are only three Silver Knights on this set of stairs. So every time I would kill them, Mm -hmm. I would have to go down, rest at the bonfire, respawn, run up, kill them again. And yeah, I just burnt so much time. It made me hate Dark Souls 3 a little bit because I resented having to do that because the faction stuff wasn't fun or really functional. So I had to do it the crappy way. And I got that platinum, but yep. it left a bad taste in my mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think like in terms of like self-imposed challenge, I the, the only thing I can think of that comes to mind is I guess it's a weird one, but like Bloodborne as a game. Cause I'd not played, I'd played a little bit of Demon Souls and I like, I didn't really quite get into it back, uh, back then either. I didn't play Dark Souls, uh, but uh, I've spoken about this many times before, but Bloodborne appealed to me just cause of the setting and the, the weapons looked cool, um, and the aggressive nature of like what the combat looked to be like. But I remember, I, I, I remember this day, like buying that game and on the way home in the car, just going, what if I can't play this game? What if this is a game that is just, it's going to be, I'm going to not be able to get past the first level. Like what, how is that going to make me feel? So I sort of set challenges. Like, you know, when I started playing, it's like, especially in that first three or four hours playing, I was like, all right, I'm just going to get to this next part here. And when I do that and competent, like be able to competently get from point A to point B there, I'd set the next point. So I'd had these little milestones of how I, I could progress through the game. And, that to me sort of made me rethink again, like I've said before, how I see myself as someone who plays video games and and as a person. And I was like, "All right, cool." And I, I I I kind of like carry that
1: philosophy over into real life now. It's like Joel, I'm so glad we converted you to the Church of From Software.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am too.
1: I honestly am. Their game design is ingenious. Like the way that the mm-hmm. the bonfires and the lens are just they're spaced out enough so that you. You focus on that little chunk of the world, and you're like, "Okay, I have mm-hmm. this down. I've got this." The checkpoint was my reward. Now for the next one, and you just sort of you go like that, and it's just so good. Yep. And I cannot wait was- for Shadows Die Twice, and I'm scared about yeah, Joel. Me you, you mentioned being scared of Bloodborne. I'm scared of Shadows Die Twice because oh, here's what Jesus. here's here's what we know. It's single player, which is not yep. on its own scary because you know I've I've done my time soloing some From Software stuff, but Mm-hmm. There's also lots of talk about it being the hardest from software game that they've made. Yeah, and there's, there's, there, that, that that
0: quote about saying that it's harder than Bloodborne and Dark Souls, Dark Souls. <laughs> so that's yeah. another that's another whole
1: thing. And again, it's more so just reading into the trailer, but it looks like parrying is going to be very important in this game. And parrying is something yeah, that it really does you really have to get good at in the Dark Souls games, but you're not mm-hmm. really punished for not doing it. But it looks like in this one, no. it could be a cornerstone of how that game plays. And it's all very intimidating. I'm excited, but also scared to play that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that even without like the the, the lens or the like or well, the lens 'cause it was bloodborne, but like it was literally like I'm gonna get from this corner to this corner.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: <laughs> and and then I've done that. Okay, cool. Now I'm gonna get from here to that little spot over there. All right, I've done that. All right, cool. Now I can I, I can plot my route through this now. And
1: it was just you were these describing minor challenges. You're describing me in Blighttown. In Blighttown, it's just like okay, I'm just gonna get. Right. I'm gonna get to that lighter. If I get to that lighter, I'm one step closer to being done. All right. I've, yep. And and just going from there, just like taking it a step at a time,
0: break it down exactly. And it's I, I like that's I I honestly think that's a good way to sort of view life. Because life's life's hard sometimes, but like, if you just break it down, it's, um, you've watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, haven't you? By season
1: one, I think.
0: It's in season one where she has that part with the flashback into the bunker where her way of dealing with being in the bunker or getting frustrated was like focusing on the next 10 seconds only. And then once that's fine, you know, everything's fine. You can focus on the next 10 seconds. It was her like turning the crank. Yeah in the, the underground thing. <laughs> and she sort of applies that to the, I um, can't remember her name, but like the woman she works for her, like, her, like is the nanny for, like for her life. I like, have no just idea. focus on the next 10 seconds. And I was like, that's such a great mantra. It's like, just focus on these small chunks. Don't go, don't overload yourself and go, oh, and this is going to go wrong. And this is going wrong. And this is going to be awful. And I'm not looking forward to this. Cause you do that. You're always going to weigh yourself down and you're obviously going to feel like shit. But if you just go, all right, I'm going to focus on this one thing. I had a very productive day today. I was, I was, I needed to clean the house, but I also haven't had like you know a, like a legit day where I didn't have to go into work or I didn't have to do anything really for a little while now. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a little bit. And I took out all the rubbish, did a little bit of tidying, and I, I, I rewarded myself whilst doing that by listening to the new Panic at the Disco album that came out today, which is very good. Uh, and then at the end of that, I was like, cool, now I can sit down, I can enjoy some video games, and Ash got home from work, and then like we hung out, and it was like, all right, cool. But I still felt accomplished. Uh, and yeah, so I think I've, I've, that's all come from, in a roundabout way, come from playing Bloodborne. Um, from software so will change your life. Yep, yep, yep. We'll make you think about your life in a completely different way. Um, which is funny, because most of the taglines of their games are like, you know, you died, you know, that's, that's their, that's their mantra.
1: They, (laughs) From Software, parentheses, you died. I would love to just sit down and just talk about how From Software made games because they, like, death matters in those games, but also, Mm -hmm. just because of that, any accomplishment you have is just like, shit, yes, I did it. Yep. Like, I did it. It's, it's fist pump worthy. It's There's nothing yes! nothing the more satisfying theory. than like going through a Dark Souls area. Maybe it was particularly tough or long, arduous. You get to that bonfire, you rest at the bonfire, you flip that camera around. You're like, I came from back there. Mm-hmm. Like that, yep. I, I made it. That's why I liked, especially about Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3. And Bloodborne had it a little bit as well. But when you could see the areas, especially Dark Souls 3 had, which you could see, in the distance, the areas you've been through, And you're like, I did that, I did all of that, it's mm-hmm. done, and it was just a really cool yep. moment.
0: Yeah, so I, I think that's my my, my self-imposed challenge that um, that got real deep, and I, I liked it. It was good.
1: Both but from bro, some... both from software only. Really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. I, I, I honestly couldn't think of anything else. That was the first thing that popped into my mind. Like, I, there's no, been other times, like you know. There are times when I'm, like, playing games where you've got to, like, uncover, like, parts of a map where I always try and, like, systematically figure out the, the fastest route to doing that. So oh, So yeah. I don't know whether that counts as well. Like, that's, that's like, well, a, all right, cool, I can work on this island and this part, then I will go move to that part there and, yeah, and whatnot. Right,
1: well, because, cause like, honestly, my real answer to his question, he said not counting a platinum or any of that stuff, like, it would be every single platinum trophy I've gone for. Like, it's just... <laughs> that's a really good point. Just any of those, it's like, why have I done this? Like, I got, like, a little ding. It it felt good, but ultimately it was nothing. But I did it, I guess. Like, but, yeah. That five-second endorphin
0: rush is like, okay.
1: But also (laughs) sometimes just sadness,
0: because you're like, oh, I'm finished. I'm done with this
1: game, I never have to play this game again. Like, I'm just done at all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, we got we got real deep on that one. That was good. I liked it. <laughs>
1: Are you ready for some whiplash? Um, yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> ready for you to get mad. Um, so thank you, Ben, for your question. Got a little bit of a, you know, live chat there as well, which is lovely. Um, our next question comes from Pat Tomlinson, a new question asked on the show, I believe. Um, we've gotten to know Pat uh, via the internet through the uh, point-and-click slash OK Games, but now point-and-click guys. Um, which by the way, if you haven't checked out all their new stuff, they've completely rebranded. Uh, okay, games everything is say, now Who, point who are click. Point and Click? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So Point and Click are what are formerly Okay Games. Um, they've had a a, a like a rebranding and a relaunch. Um, the a week before E three, the weekend before E three kicked off. Um, we may have we may have had a, a, a sneaky um. Like heads up about it a while ago, so but we kept the secret. Um, but it's really exciting. So they're they re- rebranding with a uh, with a uh, whole bunch of new stuff. The OK game show is now called the Clickcast, um, which is great. I love that. I love the alliteration behind it. But um, but through the uh, the various uh, stream chats and 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 whatnot, um, we've sort of got to know Pat a little bit, and uh, yeah, we've had some great interactions with him, but. He's asking us a question this week, which, much
1: to Kyron's dismay, <laughs> the question. It's, it's it's not because of a question. It's because of something related to the question. I want to be clear about yeah, that. Exactly, yeah.
0: No, the, the 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 question itself is relatively harmless, but yeah, the implications behind it. Um, Pat asks us, why is Waluigi still not a playable character in
1: Smash Brothers? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, they... they- the, the longer shot of it is there is no real good answer. He isn't, no, He's still an assist true. trophy, is the answer, really. Yeah, uh, that's it. And,
0: like, he works as an assist trophy, which, I don't know. I, I feel like, in terms of. He hasn't had enough personality
1: in other games. Be careful. People who like Waluigi would disagree very intensely with that.
0: Well, yeah, I. Look, but really, like, what, what would you. Has anyone out there come up with a definite move set that they, they 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 think is logical for them? Oh, Joel. I'm sure they have. I'm sure if, I'm sure you, go to,
1: I'm sure if you go to Smash boards, sure it's like have. a huge detailed write-up. with Oh, like, I'm
0: sure they have, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's tough. Like, I got halfway through that sentence and I was like, yeah, of course they fucking have.
1: Anyone um, who wants a character in Smash, like, they've probably got a move set ready to go. It's... The sad answer is that Sakurai doesn't want to put him in Smash. I don't know, like... As someone who has dealt with with just Sakurai not wanting to put Ridley in the game and to finally have him in the game, I don't I don't think there's an answer that will make any Waluigi fans happy, really. No. No. Um What I will say is please. I'm not I'm not saying that Pat is one of his people. I'm sure that most of the people I follow who like Waluigi are also not these people. But there are Waluigi fans out there tweeting just awful things at sakurai Mm -hmm. and it makes me so so sad yeah because that guy loves the smash brothers series he put every character in this new game for christ's sake he's a madman yeah but he loves this series absolutely he's just been people have been just been tweeting abuse at him because there's no waluigi which it sure ideally would like every character in smash but also Currently, 65 is a lot.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and I think we're not going to get many more, to be honest. No. But um, uh, look, here's the thing. Don't be a dick. Just yeah. don't be a fucking dick. It's just a, it's so, a simple this, rule. This goes back to, because there's a whole bunch of other stuff as well, the outside of video games that this occurs to as well. Because I don't know if you've seen recently on Twitter oh, we or the this, internet, we? Kyron. Yeah, because okay. it's fucking it's so laughably dumb and so laughably entitled and it just makes me so mad. Um so a few things, like for starters, the whole Kelly Marie Tran thing from Star Wars with um uh, Rose, people tweeting and and on her Instagram just being genuinely scumbag people because of because of in you know, anonymity, like that's the the sole reason for it. Uh, like caused her to to basically delete her twitter uh, her, her, um social media platforms yeah she
1: evacuated social media <laughs>
0: yeah and it's not the first time this has happened with any sort of franchise oh no it's just it's, it's it, it, but that doesn't make it okay i'm not I'm not normalizing it whatsoever but it it's 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 awful but it's not, recently it... in the last 24 hours as well we've had an entire campaign set up of Star wars quote unquote fans. Who have been campaigning for a remake of uh, the last jedi it, uh, and, and, and to the point, yeah
1: I say this this is not 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 entirely new because I mean I know fans were wanting a remake when last Jedi first came out, but these guys apparently mm-hmm. have backings or have funds or whatever they're saying yep. to make themselves feel better, which to quote movie Bob, movie Bob was just mm-hmm. like, look, if you guys can do this, then make something new." Just make an original thing. Mm-hmm. Good God. Yep. Like, just...
0: yeah. Oh! It's, it's... It's so... It's so frustrating. If you want yes. a good laugh, slash, like, you want to smack yourself in the face so many times in frustration, this is, go and read. Go to the Twitter account and just read. Just read.
1: This is why. It's just... Oh. Like, I like Twitter. It gives me the opportunity to interact with people I would never usually have the opportunity to interact with. But my mm-hmm. God, if it isn't just a cesspool of like entitled man babies who believe their rights mm-hmm. and will just tweet abuse yep. and awful things at people. And you're just like, I don't like, why? And it yeah. just, it just makes me sad because again, I like Twitter, but it's just, and it's, this it not exclusively Twitter, like obviously Instagram and Facebook and all social media have this problem, but it's just the worst. It is. It's awful. And I, I just, yeah. But, like, coming
0: back to the Waluigi point, I mean, like, yeah, I didn't even know that that it was, it was that bad until I saw some like people mentioned before talking recording. about
1: it. I saw some people talking about it online. I was just like, come on, guys. I, I think I saw it on a couple of websites as well were reporting on it. It's like, just don't. How's that sound? Just don't. Yeah, just don't. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't be a dick.
0: Don't be an asshole. Don't feel in- that you're entitled to something because you didn't like something. That's, oh, it's so... Because... Um, yeah,
1: to to be just to be brutal about it, when it comes down to the representation in the Smash Brothers like roster, Mario has a lot, and mm-hmm. Waluigi is very much a like what tier character would you even say he is? I, do, I don't like that's the
0: thing I don't see I like it's, like when you said about like there's obviously lots of people who have come up with you know full. Move sets and things like that, but like in my mind, I'm just like, there's nothing that, yeah, you might be able to come up with an entire move set, but is it, is it exciting?
1: Is it interesting?
0: I think one of the things Does that it really warrant h- having a character, but
1: one of the things that really hurts him is he's only really in the side games, because yeah, because the, the, the other char- sports games, really, yeah. The other character who I was like, why is he there? But is Wario? But Wario had like the Wario Land series and Wario World. He had his own spinoff games. <laughs>
0: And-, and he's got so many different... Like I, I like Warrior as a character in Smash Bros. I actually... I, I think the way they implement him is really cool. Like, having his motorbike and just his general, like, don't-give-a-fuck attitude. And the fact that, you know, he turns into the fucking Onion Man as he Smash and, like, flies around.
1: Like, it's so dumb. Yeah. But, like, so- I, it's it's got charm to it. And, like, you could do that for Waluigi, but I just don't think you he's could. there yet. And, like, I do, I would just say just... Look forward to the next game. Maybe then. Maybe then will be his time to shine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, I think, I don't know. It's tough. It sucks because, for again, like I said, for so long, I was like, can we please have Ridley and Smash? And Sakurai's like, boss. Okay, fine. Smash where you. Can we please have Ridley and Smash? And he was just like, stage hazard. I'm like, are you serious? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> just put him in the game. And we're here. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's playable. He did it. And yeah, Waluigi will probably happen eventually because I, it sucks, but I think this is setting a dangerous precedent by going, Hey, uh, everyone's back. Like going forward, how do you do smash by removing characters? You just cannot do that now.
0: Yeah. So
1: it. I guess look Which, to the future. I mean, it, it,
0: it feeds into the whole, like smash brothers as a platform, not a, a exactly. iteration game now, but yeah, we've talked about
1: that before. I do think that Waluigi will, will happen. He will get there. But I think so
0: too, yeah. It's
1: just not yet, which sucks for Waluigi it's, fans. It's it's
0: when, at, at its base level, it is a Nintendo Mario fighting game. Like, that's what it oh, started yeah. off as, really. So it's... Uh, yeah, it will happen, but I think yeah, there's no need to take to it to, to Twitter and just genuinely be a fucking idiot.
1: And again, I don't want to generalise uh, Waluigi fans as doing that. Obviously, it's only not, a certain absolutely not. Like, faction of them. And honestly, I'd like, be surprised the if it's minority. just the, the memers, because the Waluigi and Smash thing is a bit of a meme, a bit of an in-joke oh, at sure. the moment, so... Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it, it's, it's the new um, Green Mario, Luigi Deconfirmed.
1: Oh, I love Luigi okay.
0: Deconfirmed. <laughs> Luigi Deconfirmed is still my favourite. Joel, favorite. Joel um, we so have... wholesome.
1: We have this a Smash blog that updates. I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: We do. We have it. We have like as close it's... as we're going to get to the dojo again. The dojo is ne- back.
1: Never forget the dojo. Five o'clock every weekday. Oh. What's it going to be? Item? Are you kidding me? Like it's just yes. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> I loved it. So I exciting. loved how fucking so just so upset we'd be. And I know it seems really, really like, really sort of. Uh, I guess
1: it was a bit entitled, flip, but it was fun. Foot floppy
0: and entitled, but like we didn't get online just be no. like fuck you sucker I'm for fucking putting up about the fucking smart bomb. This is shit. I'm not buying <laughs> your, your fucking shit. You're a shit person. Like, no, we, we, to each other, we're just like, Oh fuck. I guess we'll wait till tomorrow. Like <laughs> oh. it's yeah. We moved on with our lives. Um, yeah, there's a whole big topic about that. You could go into about toxicity in terms of like fandoms and
1: things like that as well. But, we don't and have the time or the knowledge. It's always or the been there. For it, I don't think it's yeah. always been there, but it's just getting worse. But that, yeah, like you said, it that's is. a whole different thing, and we just need to be not dicks.
0: Yeah, we do. We'll do a we'll do a crossover episode with fucking hunting seasons or something. We'll talk about toxicity
1: and family. It's just gonna it's just gonna be all of us just sort of like banging our heads against the desk. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. There's be no way. Fun. There's no, there's nothing about that that is that is going to be entertaining to listen to or record. So... <laughs>
1: My thinking oh about it makes me sad.
0: Yeah, really Next does. question,
1: please. <laughs> um,
0: but well, thank you, Pat, though. Yes, your, thank your, you. Your, your, your seemingly innocent question that did open up the floodgates to a whole bunch yeah, of different things.
1: A can of worms.
0: Um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed our responses to that because um, it was actually a pretty decent conversation. But yeah, if not frustrating. Um, do you want to do but yes, Sean's question next? ties in the Ooh. smash a bit. That's a good idea. Yeah. Shall we? Oh, I have to pull it up. Oh I
1: mean, it's, it's pretty simple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we started just, just to pull back the curtain a little bit. We, um we started recording and as we started literally recording and just before we actually started the episode, um, we got a notification that Sean had sent us a question as well. So we're going to add that one in now. Cause like you said, it is related to smash brothers. So this comes from the man himself, the, Absolute G, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Doing a good wonderful thing at the moment. Of ours. Doing a good thing, yeah. Actually, he's probably nearly nearly done with that thing that he's been doing. Mm, the Russian challenge. Yeah, yeah. Doing the Russian challenge. Yeah, him and his wife, Katie, have been doing the Russian challenge this week, uh, raising a whole bunch of money. They raised over like $2,500. So good. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I saw he posted it on Twitter. I was like, whoa, dude. Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah, they're crushing that. Um, I also got to hang out with him last weekend and see his fucking adorable dog, Fezik. Fezik <laughs> is so cute. He's a little, he's a, well, not little. He's a whippet, but he's fucking great. Um, but Sean also has designed all of our graphic design stuff. He's drawn amazing pictures for us that we absolutely adore. Um, he's ridiculously
1: talented. It's unfair. He's so fucking
0: talented, and also so humble as well. Absolutely. He's just like he's the perfect specimen of, of a human being. <laughs> like. You couldn't get any better than than Sean, um, but Sean asks us and regular question asker as well, mind you, constantly yeah, giving us content. diligent.
1: I respect exactly.
0: It. Yeah, uh, he asks us this week: Who's going to be your new Smash main now that everyone's in the picture? Um, Karen?
1: <laughs> Let me think. <laughs>
0: just really, really think carefully about this, okay? Joel. You
1: might, you might need to go first because I honestly, oh, I don't just know. Stumped? I don't You're know, stumped? like. Oh, man. I guess I could play, I could play, I could main Roy again or Marth. Or, no, it's Ridley. It's obviously Ridley. <laughs> like,
0: the second,
1: the second he straight up murdered Mega Man and Mario, I was just like, yeah, I'm, like, yep. I will still play as Roy and Marth because Roy's my boy. And, and my man, yep. my boy Cloud as well. I'll still play as him. But yeah, yeah. R- Ridley is my focus going forward because he's here. I waited. Yep. Since, since after melee. Christ, you need so to, long,
0: man. You need to prove to everyone that the wait was worth it.
1: That's, that's, man, your, I, that's your, That reveal, that reveal trailer and like the stage demo, man, it's worth it. Like yep. Ridley is straight oh, up yeah, murdering these characters. I love forward. it. He's begging to be nerfed at the he moment. He is, he so is. Just but honestly, I, so- yeah. I hope he doesn't. I hope it's just Sakurai going, fine, <laughs> here's Ridley. Also, he's broken... Had- He's also banned from every competitive <laughs> tournament ever. That's he's not allowed to be used. No Ridleys. Um uh, Hey man, like <laughs> um, Brawl had Mennonite, Wii U had Bayonetta. True. Now we got True. Ridley.
0: As the thing, like you know, we, we are in the age now where we can, we can patch people, and I think the way to do like new characters is like it was worked for Overwatch. It's like release them, make them as OP as possible that everyone wants to play as them, and then they get good with like, like they get comfortable with the mechanics and then scale it back from there. You can always scale things back a little bit. It's harder to push things further.
1: I mean, hey, um, I mean it's it's interesting to say that because Smash has never really been a game that's gotten super dedicated balance patches. Like Smash Wii U got some towards yeah. like the end of its lifespan, but there was a certain point where like, we're done. We're not updating the game anymore. The hope is with Switch it'll it'll get yeah. updated pretty regularly. Uh, we I get think, like title updates for it and things like that. It'd be really great. Like Nintendo, clearly from all it, for, from all I've heard about this game, Joel, it plays closer to melee than anything else. Nintendo smells that esports money, and oh yeah, they'd be stupid not to. But uh, but yeah, Absolutely. my answer to the question is Ridley. Yep. No, fair enough.
0: Um, look, mine's always mine always changes. I have so many like. I love, like obviously Bayonetta at the moment. She's like my, she's my jam, and I probably will stick with Bayonetta because I, I like her as a character as well. That's why I play as her because
1: I, I like her series of games and yeah. I like her as a character. Joel, you, you're preaching to the choir. I played, a, I played as Roy. I played as Roy in Melee. Yeah, Ma- Roy sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, t- like terrible. It's,
0: yeah, and like even with like her scale backs and things like that as well. I think she's still a great character. I like her maneuverability. I like her uh her like a combo system as well i like the fact that it's all based around like you know if you time things well it's a bit better now as well like if you time things well you can like juggle people around and really control them basically um, and
1: i do like her fun twist on the counter as well like obviously heaps of characters have counters where they you press down yep. b and you re- reflect an attack but i love that hers is witch time which essentially is a counter because it gives you a huge opening yeah. to do some damage like it's just cool
0: but there's also an extra element of skill to it too, because like you've got to finish you've got to finish it off. Like you can witch time yes. out of there, but then you've got to you've got to get the, the that that final like meteor smash basically to, to knock them off oh, yeah. the stage. Which is great. I really like that. But I mean I'll also stick with like I, I love playing a Samus. Captain Falcon. Oh I mean, man I start.
1: I'll, of, I'll keep playing as Samus as well. Shit. Yeah. I'm gonna exactly. have to juggle so many characters. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you, you know who else is good. That's what I do. Snake, snake is amazing. I love snake. Fuck yeah, snake's really good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I love and I, I like playing as Ryu as well. Like uh, so many Captain characters. Falcon. Like I started playing as Captain Falcon as a joke, <laughs> because that's what I liked. I, no, nah, it, it was hilarious. Because show me a move, show me a move. But he's actually a fucking great character, and I really it, like. He's like heaviness and speed. Like that combo for me, like speaks to me. That's my thing. That's my jam.
1: In Melee, Captain Falcon was a ridiculous beast. Uh, I didn't like him in Brawl or Wii U as much, but yeah, Captain Fucking's great. Like, I just, I want to play as everyone, but there's 65 bloody characters and I can't do that. Well, that's the thing,
0: like, you know, everyone, like, all you guys had your, like, set characters you like to play as. I had to fucking figure it out by getting my ass kicked just constantly. We had to figure it out as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but like, I'm just talking about my experience, like, coming into
1: it, I was like, oh my god, I've got so many things. There's so were, many things to pick from. You were the Inklings in the in the Smash reveal. I was. You were I like, fucking was. This will be fun. Holy shit! What is that ring of fire? <laughs> Just yep, that was me. I was the
0: Inklings. Maybe I'll play as the Inklings. Maybe I'll get good at them. They seem fun. There we go. They seem like fun. Yeah, interesting. You, like make that-
1: mechanics. Like do more damage when uh, enemies are paint have paint on them. Mm-hmm. I'm like implementing one princess yeah, the ink mm. stuff as well, yeah, they seem cool. And like yeah. eight different costumes of different colored ink—that's rad.
0: Yep, really like that stuff. Um, man, I just gonna play as everyone, just yeah. all the characters that I like. Just,
1: just have fun okay. with Smash. Let's pick. Let's pick five. Pick five characters, Joel. Five. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Bayonetta. Yep.
0: I'm gonna go with Captain Falcon. Yep. He's a lock. Um. Let's go with... Who else did I like playing as? Um, I'm tentatively putting Inklings in because I'm going to give them a go. Um... uh, Shit. (laughs) Who else do I... Fuck it, I'm just trying to go through, like, running through all these characters in my head. Looking at my amiibo, I'm like, oh, who else? Um... I gotta fly the Luigi flag, man. <laughs> the Luigi flag. <laughs> I just look. Look, I just have to because I do like playing as Luigi. Um, I liked playing as Pikachu until they fucking ruined him. Hey, he got he S- got Peach's down down attack. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I do like Pikachu as well. Like off the top of my head, let's put Pikachu in there. Let's go okay. with that. Yeah, that's that's my that's my jam. I think there.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. I, again, Ridley. Ridley, Roy yep. are two locks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cloud, because Cloud. Yep. I'm tempted to drop Math because ever since melee, they've had it in for him, and he's just been shit. <laughs> he's been yep. floaty and slow and just not fun to play. So I'll put Samus in there. And... yeah, Oh, actually,
0: I Samus was in mine, too. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh,
1: I guess for my fifth slot, let's go ahead and chuck Oh, Corin! Actually, I I really, really like Corin. Oh yeah, actually, you got pretty good with Corin. Yeah, especially his Corrin. little his little lance move. The fucking lance! <laughs> God Just pin, damn it! Pin you down and Just, then smash straight through you. Just good times.
0: And that fucking slight pause too. Oh yeah,
1: it was part of
0: my existence. That the thing. pause
1: makes that attack. <laughs> but Tomps. let's face it
0: like you know i'm so excited smash. oh me too but and let's face it like we'll play we every time we get together to play smash we get together we play like an hour two hours if we're doing like a whole day thing we get yeah. like an hour two hours with our actual characters and then we just do random because it's fucking yeah. hilarious oh yeah like because it's fun like it's so much fun man yeah. i'm waiting for that i'm waiting for that like that news update that cuckoos are back I think
1: I saw them oh, in what? one of the stage demos. They're in there, Joel. Don't oh, worry.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Best new item edition. Hands down, because it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. You need you need a stage. You have items only, uh, cuckoos, and bumpers. Christ. And just fucking chaos. Actually, uh, cuckoos, bumpers, and smart bombs. There you go. Just absolute <laughs> mayhem. All right. Well, thank you very much for your question, Sean. Um, you're going to hear us talk more about our wonderful uh, uh, adventures with Smash, probably, as in the, the coming months, hopefully. um, Yeah, go follow Sean at draws on Instagram, Twitter, all those usual haunts. He does I'm great stuff. Out. He does great stuff. He's really great. Uh, f- following on the, the good friend bandwagon, It's not going to stop, actually. Uh, Our next question comes from Mr. Broderick Gordes, co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast with his good friend, our good friend as well, Damask. Um, They're doing some great stuff over there. I think this week's episode was on Killing Eve Season 1, which the more I hear about that show, the more I'm like, maybe I need to watch it because it sounds pretty good. Um, And it's on ABC iview as well. I saw the other day. I was like, all right, maybe I'll watch it. Um, Yeah, if you don't know what Hunting Seasons is, it's a great podcast where uh, Damask and Broderick breakdown television series one season at a time um they also do some uh their off-topic hot topic where they talk about things in the general entertainment industry um and it's a really great listen they do a spoiler free and then a spoiler filled section of the podcast so you can sort of tune out if it's something you are on the fence about maybe wanting to watch um, you can hear their imp- their spoiler free impressions and maybe go watch it um it's honestly honestly uh, and I said this to Bro the other day, it's a podcast that if I, I it's the type of podcast that I would be forcing down my friends' throats if I'd stumbled across it on my own and it wasn't co hosted it like, wasn't hosted by two of my friends. Like it's honestly it's a the, the the level of detail and um knowledge they bring to the table on this subject is just paramount and I love it. I've said it before, so, uh, but
1: they like they were generous enough to have me on the show and yes. it was it was a treasure to to yep. go through a a series, a season of television with Roger Gordon. Sadly not of Damask, but Yeah. They are both incredibly knowledgeable and their show is definitely worth listening to.
0: Yep. Um so go and show them love. It's like they're just amazing people that produce an amazing show and um we're both big fans. Friends or not, like it's we're both big fans. <laughs> Uh, but broad asks us this week: What was the biggest non-appearance at E3? A game that you expected/slash wanted to show up but didn't. Splinter Cell. I, everything pointed towards that. Like, yeah. it, it, everything yeah. pointed towards it. And like when he was the asked about it, the series, yeah.
1: Ibs Gilmont was like, "Yeah, we we like the franchise when it's not talking about it yet." It's like, oh, but the but the Walmart League, the Walmart leak. <laughs> I love. I love that that's the thing, but the Walmart leak, the, the Walmart leak, leak. The, like the Walmart leak, the prophecy, got- <laughs> the prophecy. <laughs> and also you had him in the, in, in the Wildlands as an event with the voice actor and, it. Everything. It oh. just, it, like, it, and everything. It just
0: like, and everything else, like everything else got leaked from, from Ubisoft. It would have been a perfect okay. one more thing. Like, yeah. It was,
1: All right, Joel, here, yeah. here we go. Game awards or Gamescom? Which, which of the two? How big a presence do Ubisoft have at Gamescom? I mean, it's, it's a European it's, game it, show, it's so in their vicinity. Yeah, it and would games be a good it, one. Gamescom is bigger than it keeps getting bigger, bigger and bigger each year. True, very true. But also, Game Awards is a huge game platform Awards, for a, reveals. It's a good Game Awards reveal, I reckon. I
0: think so too. And that gives it a good like six months or so. To yeah sort of get for them to get something together
1: yeah. i think game awards especially because yubi's calendar is pretty packed going forward they probably don't want to distract people from yeah. stuff like assassin's creed and all that so yeah game awards just for makes sure. sense
0: pay attention to keely's twitter account closer to yeah. the yeah <laughs> yeah fucking tweeting out shit um yeah i think that's the biggest one for me like obviously like um metro prime 4 not having anything
1: that's that's the thing I was like, oh, hey, Brod's asking me what what was the biggest non appearance. It's Metro Prime 4. It just is. Yeah. yeah. Like, last year Nintendo showed us a logo and they were like, hey, it's now in development for Switch. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm excited. And then yep. we get to E3 this year and they're like, oh, look, and and again, I'm I'm not saying that it should have been there. Like, Reggie <laughs> yeah. said that, like, when, it's, when they're ready to show it, we will show it. It's just not there yet. I'm like, fair enough. Like, I don't want to see the game... Too early, like looking rough. No way. Like, just wait till it's yep. ready to be seen. But yeah, yep. it did It did suck to not see it there. I desperately want to know what that game is. I want to play that game. I want to 100% the game. I want to play it again. Hard mode. Do it all. But I got to wait. The works. I got to wait and it hurts. Um, <laughs> no burnout. That's. No Skate 4. <laughs> no Skate 4. Yeah. Got Session instead. I'm
0: more, I'm more invested in. That's more than fucking Burnout got. They got a pseudo-sequel, Spiritual (laughs) Successor. Fucking Burnout got jack
1: shit. Fucking nothing. Um, There was no science pointing it to it being there, but Animal Crossing is a big one that's been floated around a lot. Yeah, that would have been a big one. Like I keep saying, the good thing about Nintendo announcements is there's a direct every few months, so there's always hope around the corner for them.
0: Yeah. I, and in similar vein, I expected to see maybe like a, a bit more of a a reveal trailer for um, Bayonetta three. I'll tell you what, y'all.
1: I expected mm-hmm.
0: Castlevania. Nowhere. That's
1: it. Nowhere. yeah, not a
0: thing, not a thing. We were like, you listen to our predictions episodes. We were just like, yep, it's going to be there. There'll be the fucking collection. Wow. That's There'll be the thing. Simon Belmont's going to be in Smash,
1: like. The Ridley rumor said Simon Belmont would be in Smash as well. So it's not off the table, but I just, I felt that's where it would happen, but it didn't. So who knows? Man. I still, I stand by Castlevania coming back. Like, season two of the Netflix series hits in July sometime, I think. It's getting a season three. Like, we're getting a Castlevania game. It's just a matter of when.
0: Do you think when that season two drops, we get a, if we get a Nintendo Direct a week either side of that, this alarm bell's starting to go off. Maybe. Like that would be wanna... awesome to do it too, because everyone would just be like, hang on. Hang on a second. <laughs> I wanna believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um I mean there were uh, I, can't, I can't think of anything else at the top of my head that I was like I expected to see there, but there was part of me that kind of expected Red Dead to show up, but like <laughs> when it didn't, I'm like oh, okay, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Classic roster. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, that's the big one, Rocksteady.
1: Rocksteady, yeah, very big question mark. Again, they said Rocksteady that what they're working was... on they're not ready to show it yet. So,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's like that one was. Yeah, I was, I was, I was expecting to see that one pop up, but alas, not, not not meant show. to be, not meant to be.
1: Always games um, come It's coming up in August. Always games, man. Fuck, dude. All right, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo Game Show Woo! in September, and then Game Awards in December. Like, awards? We're not out of
0: awards yet. No, we're not. We've got plenty of announcements yet. And like I said, Nintendo was so wild card with like announcements as well. We could be getting,
1: yeah, they... we
0: could we could finish recording and get a reset error and see that they've, they've announced a direct for tomorrow or something. Like well, I, who knows?
1: As for dust settled on E3, like we know that Panic Button has a Switch port that could be announced any any week now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Reggie already said they like, to, they like to deliver news. They've got exciting announcements in the coming weeks and months ahead. So, yeah, like, mm-hmm. pff, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But, um, yeah, they're probably some
0: of the biggest uh, no-shows, I guess. Yes. So, thank you, Brod. Thank you for your question. Was there a good little uh, E3 recap
1: there? It's a good send-off to E3 as well.
0: It was, yeah. It was like you know the the final word on E three twenty eighteen. That's it, yeah. I think maybe. maybe. Um, uh, rounding out the show this week, we've got uh, your wonderful housemate, Mister Brendan Hill. Um, guest on the show, friend of the show, friend of us in general, and just all around good dude. I haven't I haven't hung out with him for a while. It's made me sad. Should hang out with him again. I need to do that <laughs> um, brendan asks us uh so he's got a little bit of a game for it so he says imagine starlink makes a billion dollars so starlink which is uh Battle for atlas ubisoft's like toys for life game uh based around ships that we were sort of like i was vaguely interested in and you had no interest in until I, I had zero had a, had a crossover with starfox um uh, so imagine Starlink makes a buildi- billion dollars and this mechanic is introduced into a bunch of games. What game would make a clip-on accessory an instant in for you? Which game you'd otherwise get would have you instantly out?
1: <sighs> I have and an answer for this, Kyron. I have a sad answer. And Do you have- oh, All right. It's It's a game... No, it's not. It's not. It's a game that I should be out on. I would already be in on, mm-hmm. but if there was like, if it was heavy, heavy amiibo use in Smash Bros. Right, yeah. There's there's plenty of like little plastic toys out there to really abuse that. Very and true. It, it's a it's an night, Like if it, if that series did it, I should be out. But I'd be I'd be in like an idiot.
0: Um. I have my my answer is not one that I would be in because of this. I already in on the series, but it just occurred to me that I'm like, they could do that. Um, imagine Persona with little the way that you would swap personas is with actual Persona figurines. (laughs) Because, because look, that, that. that part of me exists. Your reaction there exists. But there's also the part that's like, but cool little statues of Personas from Persona that I can use to play the game, but also look cool on my shelf.
1: Oh, yeah, Joel. You know what that would mean, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what it means. Persona wait. statues. Oh, I wonder. I can't wait to get my favorite Persona statue of Mara. Oh, God. Penis chariot. Oh God, that's already a thing and it's fucking terrifying. I know. If, if you don't know, feel free to Google M-A-R-A, but don't judge the Persona series on what you find. I don't do it at work. Don't, do it, don't at work. do it at work. Don't whatsoever. do it at work whatsoever.
0: <laughs> if you're at work or at school not right now and you're listening to this, do not do that there. <laughs> it's just a fucking chariot full of dicks. And I know that sounds like a euphemism for something, but it's literally just a chariot of dicks.
1: It literally is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Imagine clipping that <laughs> onto your controller. <laughs> uh, Strap that on there. That. That's a oh, Karen, bad choice of words. I it was
0: intentional. <laughs> oh, really? God damn it! Um, but yeah, that was apart from. Apart from Penis Chariot. That was my but, where my mind went. I was like use,
1: use the name, Joel, okay, Mara. Come on, man. Mara, That's I did.
0: I did. Penis Chariot. I used the name. Um <laughs> God damn. Oh, shit. Uh, uh yeah. I, I look I, I think that I, I wouldn't be out or in any more but I, I feel like it's a game that you could get away with
1: it, potentially. Um yeah. I don't know. It's tough, because the toys-to-life thing is not really a thing I've given a shit about, to be frank. And so far, the way that Nintendo has handled Amiibo has been very much... Say what you will about it, some people don't like it, but it's been pretty non-essential. Like, you can get all these Amiibo, they don't do much. No. And whereas toys-to-life like Skylanders and Disney Infinity and LEGO Dimensions has all been like, no, you buy Mm. the toy, and they are integral to the game. Like, it's it's really important. And, yeah, like, if Nintendo weaponized Amiibo a bit more, like, I'd be screwed. I'd be boned. Oh,
0: God, yeah. Absolutely. Give me a a burnout game. With With little cars?
1: Oh. (laughs)
0: Oh, but it's... But you actually build the track. Oh, man. You have, like, a track.
1: Starlink, but, oh, the track. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) You've got to, like, it's... Fuck, dude! I would fucking oh, I buy. Oh, I already buy so much dumb shit. I buy so much unnecessary dumb shit, and I would buy that. Toys life fucking is fucking dangerous. It's,
1: really it's so dangerous. dangerous,
0: especially if the quality of the of the toys themselves are really good. Like Amiibo, really great quality. They weren't always, um, but they've gotten better. Th- exactly, yeah. They've
1: they've they've gotten better. Never, f- fix never shit. forget Marth's face. On
0: the launch Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking that the, the rare like, I, I know it's it's actually a cool instance of it, but like dual um bl- uh, arm blaster Samus, oh, Samus <laughs> with their two 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 beam cannons, yeah, <laughs> oh man. fucking rocking the double cannons.
1: Um, is there anything else you can think of that? Imagine it'd be very similar to starlink but imagine a transformers game
0: i did think that that was yeah. one i was I, I, like, oh, I sort of kicking around in my head
1: like oh. instead of like pressing a button to transform you transform it first and clip back on your controller like i mean forget oh, it oh god like no but
0: yeah like- i'd be out
1: I, the idea of it is cool, I think, in a way, because it's like, yeah, of course, you, like part of the fun of Transformers is transforming them. But in a, if it's a video game, just gonna yeah. press a button. But like, that's an idea that I'm surprised hasn't. I guess it's because again, Toys to Life is hopefully dying. No offense, Toys yeah. to Life, but yeah, we don't need you. But still, make a no. Miibo, Nintendo, please. Like bankrupt yes. me because you're going to anyway. But yeah,
0: Karen, Karen.
1: Yeah, I'm getting fun, a Ridley fun. Amiibo, man.
0: Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, but. Hear me out. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, God. With...
1: Disney with Infinity.
0: Disney Infinity Figurines. Bring it the back. The install
1: base is there. Make it right.
0: But don't make any more Disney Infinity Figures and watch people fucking fight over the scraps that are left. But they're selling like,
1: for, like, five bucks.
0: <laughs> exactly. Watch people fucking murder people for them. Oh, devious. Just... Cause mayhem, absolute mayhem. But that I'm a, I'm a pretty insane person to think that. So, you're so, you're sure, right. yeah, yeah. It's getting late, Kyron. It, it is, <laughs> it is <laughs> it's where my brain late. is at the moment. But thank you very much, Brennan, for your question. Um, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I didn't think when I woke up today, I didn't think I'd be mentioning the words dick chariot or Penis Chariot, on a podcast, so Joel, thanks.
1: Every time, like, I love Persona, but every time we talk <laughs> about Persona, I'm going to bring up Mara. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I didn't think today was going to be the day, though. There didn't seem to be any Persona in the in the vicinity or in the, How the general... How funny
1: that it was you that brought it up. <laughs> I know. I know. Unwillingly, you walk I... into to Penis Chariot. I don't want to walk... I don't want to walk into penis chariot, please. No, it's happened. It's here. It's Mara is here. God damn it. I don't even want it. I don't even, Oh God.
0: I don't even want to think about what that says about me as a person, but anyway, (laughs) thank you very much for your question and for making me question my existence on this planet. Um, (laughs) I think that's an episode though.
1: (laughs) I think that is on, on the, on the, the topic of Mara. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah um wrap it up it feels it feels nice to be back out of your e3 hubba hubbub blah blah yeah but i miss it yeah. but a normal episode is good <laughs> a normal episode
0: is good but uh you you said we we're out of the the e3
1: excitement and all that stuff but you know
0: there may be some some announcements still to come
1: i mean hey e3 we'll happens it- over a couple of days but oh it ain't oh
0: done. I- I didn't. I know. I. I
1: know. I know what you meant.
0: <laughs> I'm just. I'm just being ambiguous. Just being a little cheeky. Maybe
1: I'll find you should. You.
0: I'll send you, you pictures should...
1: of. I'll send you pictures of Mara after this is over. Maybe. Maybe. Oh God
0: damn it. Maybe you should come back. Maybe next week. We'll see. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know, Karen?
1: I mean, I should. Regardless. Are you in the know? <laughs> we can't say that. Oh. Okay. We're not, we're not the um, YouTube channel, the no. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's true. We we haven't been. Re- I haven't received a letter in the mail with a, a black handprint that says, we know.
1: Ah, uh, Elder Scrolls.
0: Uh, that's the, look at me. Okay, I'm Elder officially,
1: Scrolls. I'm putting my foot down. And I'm ending this podcast. It's happening. Yeah, okay. So it. once again, I'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us in our first week of No E3. We are still Mm -hmm. a long show, apparently, but that's fine Yeah, because we love talking about video games. We do. do. So if you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us an email over to contact at dialogueoptions.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter or find us on Facebook, we are just Dialogue Options. And don't forget that whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or... PodChaser or, or PodBean itself, or the newly minted Google Podcast app, which we are on. Did uh, see that? Yes. Yeah. Feel free to just chuck us a thumbs up, a rating, a review, a share, whatever it is. Maybe a Scrabble. Still don't think they work for podcasts, but we can dream. I'll have a Scrabble. <laughs> All chuck right. Chuck
0: us a cheeky Scrabble.
1: Chuck you a Scrabble. I. Yeah. N- no, I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> y- you can find us individually on Twitter you can find me on twitter at @lemonex where i'm still in e3 hangover mode so most of my tweets are still just that uh, i bought a, that sweet jinx diva hoodie today from eb games so that was Oh, you bought it yeah i walked in and there was a large and i was like oh, screw it so i don't have mario tennis but i do have a diva hoodie
0: i almost i almost bought i almost bought it the other day as well cuz i walked in and it was an extra large i'm like <laughs> oh. but i literally just bought like 3 like hoodies slash like zip up jackets. And I was like, See, I don't, I can't justify it.
1: I'm down to two hoodies and we are needy in winter. So a third will help. So, but yeah, that's, that's literally my tweets. We'll pick up. I promise. Where where can they find you Joel?
0: Uh, you can find me at joely Mac, where uh, I tweeted about the fact that I bought panic at the disco tickets for later this year. So this year I have seen Out boy paramour, and I will be seeing panic at the disco. And I, the tweet I posted was 15 year old Joel is screaming internally. Um, <laughs> But also retweeted a really sweet tweet. Uh, is from this Charmander uh, one? Yeah. So it's from uh, Apple a Waddleton. A Waddleton. Uh, it says, videos of sweet old people trying to guess the names of popular video game characters is some of the most wholesome content out there. And it's this, this adorable old lady looking at a picture of Charmander and she goes, Oh, I like that. I'll call him Hamilton. He's Hamilton. He's very important. And I just, it's. It's heartwarming, and I need to find all those videos and watch them because I love it. Go
1: find the video. It's—I remember seeing the video like last year sometime, and it—it it will warm your heart.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. It makes me so happy. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing: retweeting dumb shit and talking about emo bands I used to
1: love. You got to do still your crunches, do man. You got to do your Twitter crunches.
0: I'm still, I'm still, I'm getting there. Crunch I'm posting harder, man. Stuff. Man, I'm posting <laughs> stuff. Like I'm looking Just at all the stuff. Like, I watched Seb- Queer Eye this week. I, I've tweeted a lot this week. My new kind of funny hoodie arrived. I've got them all over it, man.
1: I miss my uh, my E3 week Twitter impressions. Miss them. Like, I've gone, like, I remember over those three days, like, tweeting constantly, I was getting, like, 10K impressions a day. It was like, yeah, baby. Yep. And now I'm back down yep. to, like, 1.5. I'm like, ah, oh, 1.5K. Got to tweet more. <laughs> got to tweet more. Hashtag. Uh, but yeah. Okay. What a wonderful theme song by Azure Flux. Strike witches, get bitches, take us out. And we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye.